This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. This episode of the History of Bad Ideas is sponsored by the Cincinnati Comic Expo. If you missed the Cincinnati Comic Expo in 2016, it will be returning to the Duke Energy Center in Cincinnati, Ohio in 2017, September 22nd through the 24th. Want to know what you missed out on? Go to the Cincinnati Comic Expo Facebook page, and they have all their panels with Stan Lee, John Barrowman, and many, many others. Also want to know what else you're missing out on? Check out History of Bad Ideas podcast number 143 as we have sit-down interviews with several of the guests at the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Again, September 22nd through the 24th of 2017. Get your tickets at the beginning of the year. episode number 152. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. I'm Blake. And with us in the studio this week, it's been a while. It's been a while. Jeff Morris, a.k.a. Scab Jeff, a.k.a. author to the stars, a.k.a. film critic, a.k.a. ghost hunter. A.k.a. author. I did say that. He said author to the stars. He said author to the stars. I'm talking about author. I mean, he's like a real author. He's got books. Yes. They're published. They're on Amazon.com. Jeff, how you doing, Jeff? Scam Jeff? I'm doing all right. It has been a while. Uh, right. Can you tell me what your book title is this week? You didn't real know it last time because it keeps changing. <laughs> I, I've got several books. Uh-huh. Most, uh, the, most of them I know. Uh, my novel is called Zombies, the True Story of the Titanic Disaster. Okay. And that's the one everyone should buy because I think at this point, five people have bought it. <laughs> <laughs> and we actually... Giving one away, but we haven't given it away to our winner yet because we are, our intern's a lazy son of a bitch. I talked talk to the intern. Everything's going out this week. The prize is going out this weekend by UPS, and Nickel from Graphic Novice is getting a special prize a year in the making. That's being sent this weekend if the customs will let me get it through the board. Hey, hold on. Dick pics don't count. Yes, they do. They always count. <laughs> but but last time I was on the show, I had only sold four of them, so it's you got bumped up, up like twenty percent. The sales have gone up like twenty percent. Twenty percent increase. Hobie bump. There you go. Hobie is growing, <laughs> and now you know why. We got the Hobie bump. <sighs> I'm just saying. Just saying. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. So welcome, Jeff. It's Scab Jeff. It's good to have you back. Thank you. Yeah, it's been like how many episodes since you've been around? I I think that. 
Somebody on, uh, I think Jason had a kid since the last time I was here. I didn't realize that. He <laughs> so had it's always been since. nine months? <laughs> is that nine? That's Five. called the germination period. Five. <laughs> At least so. No, but uh, we were really disappointed. We, did, we didn't go to the uh, para, paranormal. Uh, there was no paranormal conference this year that we got to attend that you orchestrated. But are you orchestrating one for next year? Uh, I don't know. We would like to be judges. We would like to be <laughs> there. We are judges. We judge uh, everybody. Yes. Even if we don't see it, we're like Neil. You know, uh, and, last time I was this yes. close to, to getting you to, to judge the, the barbecue cook-off thing. But the paranormal barbecue cook-off. Yes, yeah. and then at the yes. way, it was a fall festival as well, but then at the last second, uh, the, the administrators Did, thought that it would be better if someone... Respectable? Else were to do it. <laughs> yeah. uh, they so, heard our episode and they're like, get these fuckers out of here. Uh, specific they wanted to do it or just not us? I think it was more just not you. Okay. Anybody that wasn't making fun of Worsley that week got the role. So it was okay. Probably someone more from the, the country who had killed their own boar. And oh, I thought it. you said people. but sorry. So so basically we're in second place to the big Bigfoot hunter. <laughs> yes, uh, who we I'm interviewed. Sure who we that. interviewed. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure that he would have been invited to... Episodes 44 through 46, I think. <laughs> if you go that far, I wouldn't go back much farther. Start with episode 18 with Blake. Blake's first experience, then just move forward. Well, I just figured that the reason that you didn't have me on is because I got you a Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 poster last time I was on. We will be giving that away at the Sensei Comic Expo next year. <laughs> it's on the floor here, by my feet. It is over here still. You said you'd hang it on the wall by the next yeah, time. Yeah, you know. He's a liar. I am a liar. And he also told Jordan he'd send him a copy of your book. That's the intern's fault. (laughs) Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, It is good to everyone here. We want to thank Neil from Dark Angels and Pretty Feet last week. Uh, He was on our show, uh, and, you know, he did a great job reviewing movies he never saw. So They were awesome. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Next time, his wife is going to come on, Annalise, because uh, she actually watches movies. So we do, but we do appreciate Neil coming on last week, and uh, that was episode 151, if you would like to hear it. And, uh... Let's do a quick, let's get right into it. I want to do up, down. I want to do up, down. Anyone have an up this week? Play, Jeff, Scab Jeff, you were not here last time we did up, down. So one thing you're up on and one thing you're down on. It could be anything. Like, what's an example? Uh, let's like, go a ahead. television show or something like, I've been watching this show, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what, how to apply the word up. To okay, let me do it. I'll be down. Think of, think of thumbs, up thumbs up. Thumbs up. Or thumbs down. down. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm down on the great indoors. Yeah. <laughs> I was it is on my radar. It, okay, uh, you know I, I did watch the first episode and I hated it. Okay. I, wa- I watched then the second episode and it didn't get better. We're three episodes in, my wife and I, and we were watching it last night and I looked at her and I was like, I really want this to be funny. I like Joel McHale. Yet, I still don't understand how you, like, diss the, his greatest work. I love the soup. a big fan. I love the soup. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. The soup? Was he yeah. in anything else? Uh, he was in one of the best comedies ever on television. The Great Indoors. That's not good. We're still talking about yeah, that. Yeah, I know. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Anyways, uh, The Great Indoors, I feel like it could be so good, but they're just... I feel like the writing is very lazy. Oh, everything is uh, stereotyped. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, okay, millennials, blah, blah, blah. Like, every millennial character on there is just annoying past the point of realism. 
I give pilots usually three, or new shows, three to four episodes to find their footing. Because pilots are tough. Yeah. Pilots, you're just trying to throw all the shit at the wind door, or at the window, sorry, just to see, or I guess wall, wall. it would be. Throw it at the wall. <laughs> throw it at the wall throw to wall. see if it sticks. <laughs> and you're trying to get every character out there for the people to relate to. So I usually give it three to four episodes. It hasn't gotten better. we got one more episode on DVR, and I, I hope it changes, or otherwise it's gone. So I did like in the pilot when he brought the bear in and it ate the service dog, the chihuahua, from the secretary. That was funny. I missed that part. Yeah, it was at the end. Well, I, I turned it off about <laughs> two-thirds of the way through. I, I saw the pilot, and I didn't see that. It was the either. HR lady at the very end, and she's like, you know right why we're... After the ending credits? Yeah. It was toward the end, and she's like... <laughs> Who watches TV shows after the end credits? <laughs> it was towards the end credits. She's like, do you know why we're in here again? Because I brought a wild animal, a bear, into here. And why else? Because it ate the service dog for the secretary. <laughs> so that was kind of funny, because it was a chihuahua. Yeah. Yeah, and... But a, that was it. A... I think... Uh, okay. So basically, the point is yeah. that, oh, we're making fun of the fact that uh, people have service dogs because... They're too fragile to operate in society. I just was happy that he ate the dog. Yeah. I I'm thought like, that was funny. <laughs> that was the only thing. It wasn't uh, a statement. Simmer down, down the hall. No, no, the fact that he had a character that had oh, a service okay. dog because it's like, oh, God. Yeah, like, if that happened in real life, they Oh, uh, see, so they're picking on people with disabilities. She no, had, her disability was... She, social anxiety. Yeah, I suppose. So she had to have a dog. Which could be a real... It is a real thing, social anxiety. It but, is a real thing, but then you... you, you but they were get, playing it for Don't life. get a job as a... As a uh, secretary. It's not even secretary. Receptionist. Receptionist, sorry. Or your job is to receive everyone coming into the office. Oh, kind of sounds like Pleasure Cave. Oh, wow. <laughs> Receiving everything. I was just referring to WKRP when Jennifer was talking about she doesn't type. Mm-hmm. And it's like, aren't you second? No, I'm a receptionist. I receive. Typing is not in my job description. For you foreign listeners, and we have a decent amount, check out WKRP in Cincinnati. It's a great show. On I don't YouTube. think she was hired for her reception skills. Do you think? Oh, it- her reception skills she was hired for. <laughs> what kind of reception skills? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I brought some donuts in. Mm-hmm. With a creamy middle. Right. So what you're saying is the great indoors is, has about the same depth as Big Bang Theory. Yes. Less. Might have less, yeah. <laughs> same to me. Is WKRP the one that he swore that he thought that turkeys could fly? Yes. 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 God is my witness. I thought turkeys could fly. <laughs> Hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. Uh, so I'm down on the great indoors, Jeff. What are you down on? Uh, I'm mad at Google. <laughs> In general? Well... I was trying to, I, I got uh, a request to uh, print our outline because our uh, intern screwed up and couldn't get uh, these here uh, to the studio in time. And since you never check our um, email more than uh, once every three or four months, you didn't get that notice? Well, I, I got a request. <laughs> and, and so then I went to pull it up online. I was over my parents. Tried to sign into my Google account, and it wouldn't let me because it was a suspicious computer. Suspicious, yeah, that's right. Is it your personal right. email? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... Suspicious IP address that you don't normally sign into. Yeah. And you have to blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I said Verify no who you this. are. I said no to all this shit because I don't care. Go ahead and hack me. You're, you're not you going to get anything from You couldn't my... remember your secret questions. You couldn't remember your backup those. email. They didn't ask any of that shit. They asked, they said, you must hook up to your phone. And I'm like, 
Fuck you. <laughs> and you still got a flip phone, so that's pretty. That's problematic. I, I don't still have a flip phone. He, it's oh. been like a uh, year and... He doesn't oh, have wait, on. He's got a 2006 phone. Yes. Okay. The thing is, though, he has a smartphone, but it's not connected to the internet. He still uses the cord. <laughs> he doesn't have a dial-up service dial. in a lot of places. <laughs> Excuse me, sir, you can't bring that cable into the theater. Well, at my parents, they don't have Wi-Fi, and I don't... Really? Up. Really. My parents just got it five years ago, so I'm, yeah. I'm fine. I'm just well, saying. they had it, but then they switched provider and they didn't get it again because they don't use it so so when we go over there it's like either i have to eat into my minutes which it's a crappy signal at their house anyway so i wasn't getting the signal on my phone and it's like ah and it says please go to your phone and blah 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 and i'm like ah fuck you google i don't want i got a personal account i don't use it for anything important so if someone wants to steal my account to do i don't know what Porn. Yeah, if they want to see what porn I watch, no, that's a different account anyway. Oh, okay. So, yeah. They, 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 they can get our... Uh... That's under jizzmeisterjeff at gmail.com. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I didn't know. I told you that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually, Jason said it If they, if they want to get our outlines every week then uh, and all the uh, spam I get, mm-hmm. fine. Spam, spam, spam. <laughs> so, Scab, what are you down on? I was trying to get that new Nintendo thing that has the, the it's the old school Nintendo oh, yeah. that has the 30 mm-hmm. games built in. And I was like, oh, this is this is awesome. It's only 60 bucks for mm-hmm. like the old school Nintendo and it has 30 games and it's the good ones. It's not like crap games. It's like, but it's it's not like Mario Brothers, Mario yeah. Brothers 2, Mario Brothers 3, Metroid. The problem is it comes with the old AC AC cables attachments and all TVs are HDMI even be now. I okay with that. You just can't plug into the new TV. I Channel three, and I'd be okay with that. No, <laughs> but nobody has it. I was all excited to get it. It's the Christmas season. It is completely out everywhere. I'll yeah, say they my, won't have it till like February, I think. I'll say my original Nintendo for a hundred dollars with forty different games, and I got Tecmo Bowl. But the Tecmo it, Super it has, Bowl. It does have Tecmo the, Super Bowl on that, doesn't Tecmo it? Tecmo Super Bowl, yes. And there is Tecmo Super Bowl too. Yeah, I but, like the ones that had the stats. The Tecmo Super Bowl. But for that, you need to actually take the cartridge out, blow into it or whatever, and then put another one it in. It still works. But, <laughs> but the one that I want, I just hit a button, and it brings up the game. I know, but I like... I was going to say blowing. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> I like the old school. I'm just well, saying, I'll I, sell I'm not to saying you. I, I don't mind it, but part of the mm-hmm. my, my being enamored with it was that... The simplicity. Even though it looks like it, I just have to hit a button, and I get the 30 yeah, I, games that I... Uh, that's what I liked about more that's why Tecmo was. Super Bowl was superior. You only had eight plays to choose from. Mm-hmm. The thing I never liked about Madden is there's like a hundred, and, <laughs> and you only use like five over and over again, yeah. anyways. <laughs> uh, John or Madden, uh, the new Madden was $27 at Walmart on Black Friday, aka Thanksgiving night, which I don't understand why they call it Black Friday, it's Thanksgiving night. Uh, and I actually passed up on it. I just, I, I, I thought, oh, it'd be kind of mm. fun to get football again. When was the last time you played a Madden game? PS3, PlayStation 3. So, You have four PlayStation years. 3? Uh-huh. Oh, no, Xbox 360, sorry. Okay. The Xbox 360. Because mm. uh, I had P- PlayStation 2, Xbox 360, then the PlayStation 4. So, on the Xbox 360, I had it. And I'm like, I looked at it, and I was like, yeah, it looks cool, but, eh, I don't know. So, I got Until Dawn. The serial killer one, you're in the cabin. Uh, yes. I've not played it yet. <laughs> I've been wanting to play it. 
But, and I also got Far Cry Primal, well, the one can, back in the Ice Age. Oh, I did, yeah, I did you want to play that. Christmas. How, how is that one? Well, but until dawn, I bought with my own money. Yeah, but you still don't get it until Christmas. At this rate, I may not play it until Christmas, so it's okay. <laughs> I mean, everything you buy on Black Friday, you have to wait till Christmas, right? I'm an adult. Well, okay, <laughs> I'm old enough to be an adult. I can do it when I want to. Far Cry Primal, actually, my mom got it for me <laughs> for Christmas, so I picked it up. Yeah. I was like, here, you're getting this for Christmas for me. $15. So you haven't played $15? Yeah, Far Cry was 15 and so it was Until Dawn. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. You know, the great thing about being an adult is uh, I don't have to wait until my birthday or Christmas anymore to get stuff that I want. I just go out and buy it, it and great. play it. Well, the reason I got Until Dawn was because it was $15. It was cheap. Yeah. So that's why I was waiting for it to go down. Um, but yeah, I, I like I said, I got... I'm excited to play until dawn. I heard nothing but good things. Mm-hmm. What is your down, Blake, this week? Uh, my down is because uh, my old lady, it's kind of funny you put this on the ita- mm-hmm. our, our show notes. Um, she requested for me to start DVRing this show mm-hmm. and requested that I download on demand all the prior episodes. So I know it's going to probably be something like The Crown or whatever that I'm probably going to get roped mm-hmm. into. That's that. The uh, This Is Us TV Did- show. Love it. Really? It's a good show. And then I know I'll hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Just ignore me. You didn't hear me say that. (laughs) What's it about? It's about three uh, siblings and their parents. And I'm not going to tell you. Hold on. Is this like based on a different show? It's kind of like Like Modern Family. It's a a drama. There is humor in it. But Uh there's a twist in the first episode. Um, So just let that. I'm not going to watch it, so you might as well tell me what it is. Yes, you are. You're going to watch it. No, you just not. said your wife was making you. No, she's making me download them and DVR. Oh. I'm going to record the, the first episode on demand. You see Mandy Moore and Milo from a Ventimiglia? Whatever, from Heroes. Meatloaf? They have triplets. One of them dies, so they adopt this uh, African-American kid that was just dropped off of an infant. Okay. So they thought it was a sign because they lost one, this one was found. At the hospital, somebody just dropped them off. Okay. So they adopted that one. And so you're like, oh, okay, we're going to follow them. But you don't realize, like, you think it's present. Well, the parents are actually taking place in the late 70s, early 80s. Okay. And that's the twist at the end. And so... So it's like Westworld. You don't know what timeline you're on? (laughs) It is. There is two timelines. There's the parents' timeline. Uh And then you have all the triplets as they... And they're all grown up. So you see two different how they get to different things and how they connect and that. I just know one of the show notes, you know, mm. uh, when I was going through the on-demand download. Mm. Uh, I guess one somebody's a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Yeah, they all are. And that's why I said, "Fuck this! I ain't watching it." It's a good call. It's a good call. Try Jeff, you you watch it, right? Nope. I thought you did. Nope. Scab Jeff. I do not. Okay, well, y'all fuck yourself. <laughs> I actually like it. It is enjoyable. It's a really good show. I've heard good things about it, but. There's just too many sh- things out there I to agree. watch. My, it's one of the few shows that my wife and I both agree on, so we do we do watch it. We both agree on great outdoors, great indoors. It sucks, uh, but uh, anything. I'm, I'm thinking network TV just isn't that good anymore. They were saying that one show on I can't remember. It's a new show, newer show. They're ecstatic because it's averaging 4.3 million viewers a week. And I was like, oh my God, is this what network TV has fallen to now? Like, they're ecstatic at a 4 million viewership show. It's like, oh, that's just the same recycled cop slash lawyer slash doctor, whatever bullshit. Hey. And so, meanwhile, I'm up on all these new cop, lawyer, uh, and uh, other bullshit shows. Which <laughs> all of them, they're all great. Chicago, 
PD. Well, except for the Chicago ones. But those Chicago Coroner, ones. Chicago Fire, Chicago Hospital. Chicago LA version. Chicago <laughs> Hospital is great or whatever. Chicago it's Springfield. It's Oliver Platt. Everyone loves Oliver Platt. It's just like Chicago never... Northwestern uh, University grad division special ops investigators. They just try to be so safe. Like, let's let's do this other show about this. Well, this, NCIS let's Chicago. Put Chicago in front of it. So we know that those do okay. So Chicago NCIS. And while we're at it, let's make them all look the same. In the other Chicago Chicago. Special Victims Unit. I want Toledo Special Victims Unit. I want Toledo (laughs) Hospital. I want Toledo Police. I want the great indoors or whatever it's called to be about the bear eating the chihuahua. Not about something else and then just have that as a joke at the end. Bear comes in, eats the chihuahua. The rest of the show is dealing with the horror of this bear eating this chihuahua in their workspace. And then the bear eats one of the co-workers face off and you have to follow that guy's journey from the first episode. That's the network. That's the network uh, reps talking. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, we got network reps now. We got movie studio Uh reps. Wow. You're trying to make it fit in with everything else. But... The, the good shows are the ones that don't, like Daredevil on Netflix. That was fantastic because it didn't fit with any other. Uh, they're saying Lucifer is doing really great. Uh, they said they're. Ex- I don't care Fox- what's doing really great. It's No, not no, they said really Lucifer great. is different, though. Have it's, you seen Lucifer? I have. I, okay. My, my I have not. Wants, we, makes me watch it because she thinks it's good, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not. It's not original. Who watches it? I'm sorry. My wife. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't hear that. Uh, she doesn't listen to the show, so I can't okay. right, you, you don't either, so it's okay. <laughs> But I'm listening to this one. Oh, well, that's good. Because <laughs> your mom will listen Not to this one. Not tomorrow or the next day, but as I'm talking into the microphone and listening to you guys, I consider this listening to the show. Uh, what are you up on, Blake? Anything? The Life. usual stuff. Okay, good. Uh, Scab, anything you're up on? Um... I did watch the the Crown. I did really enjoy that. Oh, you did. <laughs> we talked about that last I, week. I did. I did <laughs> yeah, hear... If you listen to the show, <laughs> I, go I ahead. Give us your give it. us your take on it. Did did the ending surprise you? That she's still alive. That she's still alive. I didn't know that. I didn't know Queen Elizabeth was still alive. Are you ready for the Charles <laughs> did story? Did you not watch the Olympics? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We're just kidding. <laughs> Really? She was in the Olympics? What event? She that? was. She was, uh, I, I don't know. It was back in the London, London. Olympics. Oh, okay. Summer Olympics. <clears throat> she could have been dead by now. So you liked the crown? I did. I really liked it. Okay. Good. I thought it was. I thought it was very good. And we heard there was a lot you, of male nudity. Did you? Did you think there was too much Doctor Who's butt? I didn't even realize Doctor Who was in it. Yeah. You didn't. You, you missed that twist. Who was Doctor Who? Was he the king? It's Philip. <laughs> Like an old Ant-Man Costello. <laughs> Who's Doctor Who? I don't know. Who's Doctor Who? Who? What's wrong with you? What? Who's butt? No. Who? Who's butt? His butt. His Who? butt? His Who's butt? butt? Who's Philip's butt? butt. Philip's butt? Yeah, his butt. Who's his butt? Who's the doctor? Who? Doctor Who? Doctor Who's Who? the doctor? What? I, I honestly don't remember any nudity at all in that show. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> there's a lot of Doctor Who's butt in that show. <laughs> Well, I've been watching a lot of Game of Thrones and and other things Westworld. that have significant in Westworld. Yeah, things that have. I'll be significant honest, in Westworld, you, in you don't even notice the nudity anymore. Make a guy on the stroll, uh, the uh, stool. Stool. Yeah. <laughs> and I was talking about Westworld with my my uncle, and he said, "I heard there was a big orgy scene. Isn't there a big orgy scene in every episode of Westworld?" <laughs> <laughs> 
Now oh, that they were on Oh, there's a nut sack. <laughs> yep, there it is. But yeah, I, I just didn't really notice the nudity at all in, in the crown. And How do you not notice nudity? It's a beautiful thing. I think I've become jaded if, to the whole thing. If it's Doctor Who's butt, is it really that good of a thing? I'm secure in myself. I've procreated three times. <laughs> I'm good. Mm-hmm. But so you're myself. saying you enjoy Doctor Who's butt? Whose butt? Was there significant <laughs> female nudity in it? Or was it No, that's Doctor what I'm Who's... bitching about. <laughs> <laughs> If I'm going to see a show about the Queen, there's Philip's ass. I at least want to see some royal boobage. Like, could this have been on AMC? What is it on? It's not Netflix. Yeah, they should have had some boobage on there. Yeah, Netflix is. But was it on. on, No, it's just Netflix. It's a Netflix original series. That it could have been on AMC. If it's just a butt, it could be. That's what I'm thinking, but I don't don't remember the scene. But AMC, they don't show, like. Boobies or no, anything, they, do they? Oh my god, are you seven? <laughs> I like the word boobies. <laughs> they do not. No, there's, there's only a few reasons to watch British TV. That's Benny Hill for the boobs. <laughs> That's not it. Oh, <laughs> sorry. That's all right. You don't want to sing that anyway. It's uh, copy protected there. Ah, uh, let's see. But I thought the crown was very, very informative, mm-hmm. and it was very dramatic. I thought the characters were well-built throughout the, the series, and mm-hmm. I think that the, the story arc was... was mm-hmm. uh, you, didn't get disturbed, you didn't get disturbed by Churchill grabbing his Johnson and squeezing it during cabinet meetings and getting up and walking out? Oh, no, I thought John Lithgow did an excellent job. As... Did you watch the same show as Yeah. Are you, <laughs> how could you not notice these things? <laughs> I didn't notice any nudity. I'm, I'm <laughs> racking my brain now. I cannot remember a single scene. Yeah, he's he's like the host here. from Westworld. He's, he's programmed to ignore <laughs> <to> male butts. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so so not to harm it. his psyche. <laughs> I mean, so it's not to harm his consciousness or question his, his existence <laughs> by not seeing <laughs> other male butts. Here's no, a I bu- just... I just started watching Game of Thrones from the beginning, and I clearly saw Hodor's penis. <laughs> and there were comments about it and everything, and, and I'm still a little disturbed by it. Oh, it gets better. <laughs> Keep watching. No, I, I've seen all of Game of Thrones. Oh. I was watching it again, and I don't remember seeing Hodor's penis the first time. <laughs> oh, wait, I mean, wee wee. Thank you. <laughs> God. Oh, the male review show tonight. Oh, <laughs> male um, review. Usually, it's uh, much quicker when we start talking about floppies. That's true. Well. That's true. You know what? For the women, and you're welcome. Or whatever For our female you listeners, you are welcome. Uh, but I seriously do not have any recollection of uh, King Philip's uh, nudity uh, in the crown. Jeff, what are you up? Can we get the fucking segment Can we done? Move off of butts. <laughs> I'm up on whatever uh, Scab Jeff brought for me for, for uh, my Christmas gift. Can you mm. open the Christmas gift? Let's see. He already said he's up on it. Oh, he's up. <laughs> I'm up on getting a gift. <laughs> it's the stills from Serbian film. Uh-oh. Let's see. Jeff's opening the box. I mean, it's not Christmas lights. What's in the box? What's in the box? Some sort of cloth. Oh. It's, a, it's a pillowcase. Oh, it's a pillowcase. Uh-oh. It's Scab Jeff's face. <laughs> It's a blueprint of a dog. It's $89. Let's see. We opened it up, and it's... Oh, my God. Let's see for everyone. Okay, well, that's going on Facebook Live, ladies and gentlemen. For a man who doesn't notice Doctor Who's butt, he's got a shirtless Nicolas Cage pillowcase and leopard skin. 
<sighs> leopard. <laughs> leopard spots. Oh. <laughs> I would have brought oh it last God. time with the poster, but apparently when it came... My wife saw it and thought that she had accidentally ordered it because she likes Nicolas Cage. <laughs> so she <laughs> hid it away. Oh. <laughs> and I kept complaining. I, I keep, why isn't this thing coming? I keep meaning to bring this to the show. And, and she's like, wait, what is it? Wait, <laughs> and you're too ashamed to call the shipping company. Yeah, where's the shirtless Nicolas Cage? It's like a piece of cloth. It's like a, it's a pillowcase. And she's like, what's on the pillowcase? <laughs> I said it's oh. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> hey, wait a minute! Isn't there some uh, female lipstick all over his face? <laughs> some rouge rubbed on that pillowcase? That's a young Nicholas Cage. Because look at the chest hair. It's hey, still what's, black. what's your, what's your wife been doing with that pillowcase? <laughs> so that is good. She actually pulls it out and like, this pillowcase? And he's like, what? I'm not programmed to see male nudity. <laughs> he did say he's up on it. Oh. <laughs> All right, well, I get to fall asleep next to something different tonight. <laughs> Is that really any worse than your Dalmatian sheets that you had in college? Those Dalmatian sheets are cool and awesome. What do you mean that I had in college? If you still have sheets from college, I'm scared. What is it, like a thread? <laughs> There's nothing left, right? What do you do to your pillowcases? <laughs> oh, sheets, sheets, sheets. <laughs> The sheets came with pillowcases, you know. <laughs> Don't worry about what I do with my pillowcases. <laughs> Jeez. I, I want to see them when they get down to a thread. <laughs> I or thought get... I was up on getting a gift. <laughs> but it smells like Jeff Morris's wife's perfume. <laughs> You know what I'm up on? I'm, uh, I don't know what I'm up on. I'm moving on. Uh, we're on nerdly.co.uk. Woo! We're back on nerdly. We're on a uh, week. Hey! G'day, Governor. I took it from you. G'day, Governor. That's not what I say. Oh, what do you like, say? Hello, Vicar. <laughs> Anyone else? You've never said hello, Vicar, before. Hello, Vicar. Yeah, I have. You cheeky monkeys. Hey, yeah. mate. Uh, let's see. Wanger. Say that word. Oh, he, bought, he beat it too. You can see oh. that one. Jolly good. Yes. You can say this one, too. Brilliant. Yes. <laughs> what about the last one? Can I say that one? The Queen C-Word. The Queen C-Word. No, you cannot. Oh. Uh, we're on WeebyGeeksPC.com, uh, Danger Bound Network, uh, Danger. 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 Entertainment Network, and uh, Geek Life Radio, 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central, every Friday. And uh, there you go. You can get us on iTunes everything else. Look us up on Facebook at History of Bad Ideas. Uh, we update with lots of news articles every day. And on Twitter at Bad Ideas Podcast. And we're on Tumblr under some porn. You know, I, I just remembered what this word explanation is on on our uh, British vocabulary card. Remember explanation is a word we made up. Ah, oh, I didn't remember it. That is that is uh, explanation. It is Expo- our expert explanation. explanation. Ah. Yes. Use that in your next we, book, we need, Jeff. We need to start using that more often. <laughs> yeah, explanation. Uh, so I went and saw Trolls this weekend. On purpose? Well, you're the second person I know who saw it this well, weekend. Well, here's the thing. I've heard decent reviews about it. I heard uh, a lot of people I know that have kids really enjoyed it. They said it, even as adults, they enjoyed it. He just I wanted to my see... my mom into taking my kid yeah. there. He just uh, wanted to see the full frontal troll nudity. There was no full frontal. Full back, though. I did get to see a oh. king's ass. Troll butt? <laughs> yeah. Troll butt. Hey, Jeff Morris, you said you saw this movie, right? I did not. Oh, I was going to say. His son well, saw it. Oh, his son saw it. Did your son see the troll butt, or is he programmed like you? 
I, uh, He's a host. I, I don't know. There is this door. Do you really have a son, or is it, or is it a cornerstone of your reverie? <laughs> Jeff can never scab. Jeff can never leave his house. He can't find the door. I don't know what you're looking at, honey. I don't see a door. I'm stuck in here. Uh, Trolls is awful. It is horrible. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, no, it was a Saturday. It was uh, my son was supposed to go to uh, my brother's house. Uh, with his cousins. He had a little rough morning, so he did not get to go. He lost that. So I f- thought, you know what? He probably needs some, you know, one-on-one time with all the kids, with, you know, the new baby and that. So I decided to take him to Trolls. And just me and him. And he wanted to see it. And I, it was 90 minutes, and I saw 75 minutes of it because I fell asleep fit for 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> because it was a luxury lo- seat. Yep. And we had the middle part lined, uh, you know, add up. So my son's leaning against me, and I'm kind of leaning. And next thing you know, I'm out for 15 minutes. I wake up. I think he was out for at least five. It was not good. Uh, basically, these giant monsters are trying to eat the trolls. Uh, once one day a year, they would eat a troll that they have captured in this tree. They have a cage over this so tree. They would sacrifice trolls. Yes. To them. Oh, sweet! I like that part. <laughs> yeah, this actually doesn't sound bad. <laughs> it would be if it was a live action, uh, but. It's not good, and then basically they escape, and 20 years later they're found again by the chef uh, who got exiled because she lost all the trolls. I don't know. And basically they the trolls try to help the new king, who's like a young king, and his maid fall in love. And then they realize that love is what makes them happy because the trolls are never happy. They're only happy when they eat uh, – I'm sorry. The uh, monsters are only happy when they eat trolls. So the trolls help this new king monster. Oh, because the only way they feel love is to eat trolls, which represent not even tro- love. Not even love, just happiness. And so they're never happy. They spend all year unhappy except for one day a year. When they eat trolls, because yeah. trolls embody happiness. So I when guess. when you eat them, it spreads and throughout the your end, body. Troll meat's pretty good. It's it, like it's yeah. full of tryptophan, like turkey. It, it was awful. I see a Thanksgiving parallel. I really thought, like, I was hoping for, like, a Lego movie type show, and I got, like, planes. You you did see the ads, didn't you? I'm not kidding you. Everything I read online has said that it's very, you know, kind of... So you saw the ads. I did you see the ads. You saw what... I know, I know, Jeff. Ad. I know, I know, I know. See, so, yeah, I'm in the same boat with you because I saw the arrival this weekend. And? Based on our podcast discussion last mm-hmm. weekend because of the high score and everything else. There's no fighting in it, so it's okay. Oh, you know, all right. So I was able to talk to the old lady going to a movie this weekend. She wouldn't see... You know, Doctor Strange at all. She refuses to go see that. So I was like, what about the arrival? And she's like, what's that about? Is it about aliens? She's like, no. <laughs> I said, well, it's not like a real alien thing. She doesn't do scary. So I guess she went online and read about it. And then all of a sudden she's like, yeah, okay, let's go. And that should have been my first warning sign. <laughs> Basically, the arrival is a chick flick uh, love story that just happens to have aliens in it in order to uh, sucker men to go to the movie theaters to watch the show. I, I disagree. I liked I, I, I liked it. I thought that the beginning was really, really interesting. It is, because you're like, I cool. Thought they completely ran out of ideas and had no idea how to end it. So they're like, so they let's ended make it, it really weird on a so romantic no story. That was going to be my next question. <laughs> it's like they had a love story, and they said, how can we trick guys to go see this? I know we'll throw aliens into it. So tell me. Okay, yeah, I can, I can, you, I can see it you, without the aliens. Yes, exactly. The whole the thing is about her aliens. having a child with the scientist, and then knowing that the child is going to die from uh, some kind of disease or something. 
That's the whole story. Oh, and there's aliens. <laughs> but the entire first half was about a linguist aliens. trying to learn Exactly, just to... a setup for her to meet the scientist guy in order to have a relationship and have a baby where she could see the future because she could read circles. Circle reading. I like yes, it. that's basically what the arrival is. She Isn't was a it, linguist. Picture pages. Yes, she was a cunning I, I linguist. I choose to, to, <laughs> to disavow the second half of it. First half was good. Yeah, the first half is and set I up. Fell, uh, we'll just say I fell asleep during the second half. Exactly, because all it turned out to be and is I like, assume that it ended okay. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I, if you want to go see the movie, here's a spoiler. Uh, the gift is she can read circles. And by reading circles, she's able to see the future and the past and does not live in a linear time anymore. And so the whole thing is she's seeing the future of her future child and having flashbacks, which are actually forward flashes, of her child that's actually going to die. And she decides to go ahead and have the child anyways, knowing that the child is going to die, which is why the scientist guy gets pissed off at her and divorces her ass because he didn't, she didn't tell him that the child is going to die. And so he's like into the whole thing because she's this great scientist that saved the earth. It's a love story with aliens in it. And by she can only read circles, he means that the alien alphabet only has the letter O. Correct. With squiggly lines all over it. Excellent. Spoilers. <laughs> he did say he was spoiling it. There you Just go. Make sure everybody knows. <laughs> <laughs> so the arrival. Save your money. Well, I saw for the first time, I know this one's a, an older movie, uh, but Gone I with saw, the Wind? No, not that old. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as in not something like Trolls or The Arrival. Mm-hmm. I saw Interstellar this weekend oh. for the first time. One of my favorite movies of the last 10 years. It was okay. Seriously? I love Interstellar. I Interstellar had the same thing where... It was about 30 minutes long. Exactly. All right, all right, all right. All right. I have no idea how to end this. This well, you know what? Something these crazy aliens, that makes no sense. Unlike no. aliens that don't that, that don't have aliens. linear time, these are aliens that are in a fifth dimension. They aren't even aliens. They're humans. I couldn't even remember. I was so confused by the time that movie. <laughs> Do you was watch over. movies or you just make them up in your <laughs> mind? No, I'm sorry, I can't make this shit up. I was watching it and I'm like, well, is the point that like this is like contact from the other person's point of view it is very similar to that yes yeah and i'm like i didn't I, like contact i saw this movie with jodie foster why am i watching this one you saw with jodie foster she was at your house yeah we sat there we had some tea yeah. uh did you go in the panic room to watch it or you just yeah get real oh okay sorry just making sure making sure Dwight Yoakam didn't come to your house to no. attack? Actually, she was in the panic room. Jeff was just in her house <laughs> watching TV. So in your Jodie Foster fantasy, she's always drinking tea? <laughs> <laughs> just the Tezza. Yeah. Always, there's always a tea set somewhere in the picture. Always money in the tea stand. Well, the image didn't surprise me. I could see the image of Jodie Foster with tea. But that wouldn't be my go-to for describing <laughs> an evening with Jodie Foster. Well, we were watching a movie and drinking tea. <laughs> I think there were crumpets. Maybe they were Twinkies. I don't remember. <laughs> Crisps. In other news, uh, let's get some sad news. Uh, Florence Henderson died. It's been, it's, a rough, it's been a rough week. Ron Glass died. Two downs Aww. and a third up. Who's the third up? Fidel. Oh, that is true. Well, it depends where what side you're on. Yeah, it depends what, if you're what a side com- is, uh, if you're a commie liberal. It depends on if Hitler was bad or not. We 
kind of had some well, good art. I think uh, Hitler was bad. There you yeah, go. Exactly. He had art. What about Depends on what cigar vibe you were on. What's that? What about cigar connoisseurs? Yeah, yeah probably the... mad at Castro because we weren't allowed to get Cuban that is cigars true. because Castro was a dick. Well, but that made the the supply more limited, which made the them that much more sweet. That's right. The, the market's going to be flooded now with Cuban cigars, and they won't be as valuable. I like the Dominican Republic cigars better, actually. And I'm not kidding. I actually <laughs> do like the Dominican Republic uh, cigars I decided better. I hate cigars, and I'm never going to smoke one again. You know, I'm fine with Swisher Sweets cherry flavor. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you have the plastic end cap. Mm. At least they taste better than regular cigars. Shit. What? You don't like cigars? No. Really? I mean, I well, understand. Really? I understand. I, Blake just seems like the guy. I understand smoke. your phallic fascination with a big fat uh-huh. cigar in your mouth. I love Doctor Who butt and Doctor Who butt. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, they smell good, mm-hmm. but they don't burn good. The smoke, the dry, bleh, it's just not good. You do have to brush your teeth about eighty-seven times afterwards to get yeah, them out for the next and four if, days. And if you're not using a tip thing, you know that that cigar gets all soggy mm-hmm. and tobacco in your mouth. I mean, it's pretty nasty. Mm-hmm. Do you just lick the cigar, or do you actually smoke? That's it? why I get the cherry flavor Swisher okay. Sweets. I just <laughs> lick that tip. <laughs> just the tip. Never, never, no, 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 no. Let's play a game. Uh, let's see. And Ron Glass from Firefly and Barney Miller. Yeah, yeah. That, that's sad too. That's and the new Odd Couple. Oh, yeah. I didn't 20, know. Twenty sixteen's been but a bitch. Not to the everybody. current Odd Couple that's on there. It was in the eighties. The there was a show uh, called you watch? The New Odd Couple. Oh, and Agents of Shield. Mm. Ron Glass was an Agents of Shield. That's what they said. Oh. I guess he was in. I'm pretty much by ready to give up on Agents of Shield. I don't like the ghost. I just don't care. You mean Ghost Rider? No, no, the ghosts that are floating around the demon things. I don't. Oh, care. okay. I don't care. They said the ratings are pretty down on it too. I don't know. It it, it scored big in the uh, floppy vote. Did I just don't like it? I think I might give up on it. I hate giving up on superhero shows. I might give up on it. I might. You know what? Maybe if they have like a time travel thing, they could save the plot. Ooh, like X Men. Yeah. Ooh, Old Man Logan. It's, they Man. just reboot. And that's right. Speaking of X Men, did you see they're coming out with a new com- X Men series, Jeff? X Men Gold and X Men Blue, I think. And um, oh, the books. The comic yeah, comic books. Are they crossover with Pokemon? Ooh, that would be fun. Uh, Logan Wolverine actually has a Pikachu ball or whatever it's called. Pokeball. Uh, Kitty Pride is the leader of the one. She should be. I'm just telling you. I thought you would be excited. Okay, don't get so defensive. I'm just telling you that she's a leader. Jeez. Okay, thank you. Fucking kitty pride. Oh, I can walk through a wall. So does that mean she's back from outer space and not hanging around with Guardians of the Galaxy? from outer space. Yes, she is back. She's done with Guardians. They. I don't know why I gave up on that. I don't even yeah. care. I haven't read a comic book in a year and a half. But I thought you would be happy that kitty pride. Storm was the leader and she actually wants kitty to take over. It's about female empowerment. Women are in charge. And Girl the, power. And Speaking of which, Spice Girls. Did you see that? Oh, like wait. three of them got back together and yes. released a new album. Tell me what you want. What you really, you really want? That's all not, of them back? Well, all of them back would be nicer, but mm-hmm. we only have three right now. Who didn't come back? Uh, it. Who did come back? Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're known as Gem. Because it's She's Jerry, Emma, and... No, that's Gem with a J. This is Gem with a G. Oh, sorry. Jerry, Emma, and Mel B. So, oh, Mel B did it. So Mel yeah, C. Sporty Spice, scary Ginger spice? spice, and Baby Spice. No, it was, it, was, it was Scary Baby and Ginger. Oh, Scary Baby What's and Ginger. What's Sporty doing? What is she I at? don't know. She's the only one that actually can sing. 
But is there five thousand? There were and, five. And in posh. posh spice. Oh, Victoria what? Beckham. She's too oh, busy. Okay, I can see that. Too busy running Going around. With Beckham. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad Mel B. I always like a baby spice the best. Oh, she's was, back, so you can. She's enjoy. back from outer space. <laughs> you know, baby spice was a regular on Abfab in the. I didn't want to talk in about the, that. The Did you that see back and in the movie. that they said Abfab is will, done? They will not be making any more uh, uh, sequels or spinoffs from Sex and the City. Uh, they are officially remember, done. If you remember when I gave the Abfab review mm-hmm. for the movie, I told you that was it. I don't remember it. It actually. was done. She wasn't doing any more. This was the capstone, basically, of the entire Abfab history. Do you think it's just because she could never live up to Sex and the City 2? Because that was probably the best one. It was better than Abfab. Do you think that's the reason? I have a sharp, pointy object in my hand, Jason. Know, but you'll just hit me with the tip. Uh, so I'm <laughs> that's not all too worried. I need to hit you with. <laughs> I'm just asking. I'm just asking. So did they ever show in Abfab the movie if she ended up with Mr. Big? Did she end up? Uh, no. Okay, just checking. There really sorry. I am sorry for your loss that you're not going to see any more Abfab. Well, that's all right. I was. My Watch wife the has the complete series of Sex and the City. It's a much better show. Came out beforehand. Um, you know, just to let you know. No. Just saying. You're wrong. If you ever want to borrow it, let me know. Lot, right. There is some nudity in it. Yeah, that's fine. So yeah. anyway, The Walking Dead. It's bestiality. Is Blake really, really mad? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am, Scab Jeff. He, he looks like he's crushing things with his hands. <laughs> Blake really likes Abfab, and Jason keeps uh, dogging it on it. There's scissors over there. There are scissors over here, by the way. <laughs> Just saying. I got some so better anyway, and about scissors. The Walking Dead? The Walking Dead is was yeah, it was good. It was uh, Tasha. No, what's Tara. 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 Tara and Heath episode, mostly Tara. The Amazon women of the moon. Yeah. I liked it. She's like my least favorite character, and she got her own episode somehow. But I completely forgot her and the other guy weren't even around when all this shit happened. <laughs> exactly, because they're nobody characters. And she's a horrible liar. Yes. And I don't know why. A lot of her decisions didn't make sense. I, You know, whatever. She finds this Amazonian, you know, outpost, basically. And uh, basically, you know, every wo- it's only women there because Negan comes to find out the Savior's killed everybody, every male over 10. Yeah. Now, here's my question. Do you think he did that and then realized the error of his ways? Why am I killing all these ma- men over 10? I should have them work that's, for me. Yeah, that's probably why they only kill one now. That's what I'm for thinking. For everybody they take I, over so that, you know, they're working to scavenge for mm-hmm. them, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I actually was more interested in the people at this uh, outpost. Actually, I thought it was like a camp of lesbians. Uh, because was... I'm like, why are these all women and only girls? I'm like, this is weird. I They're like, do they kill all the men that they come across because they they associate men as being evil? You know what? I thought that too, and I thought that would have been a fun twist. That would be an interesting twist. But then here's the thing: when she goes, "Well, you can go get Heath and bring him back," I'm like, "Oh, lucky Heath! How you doing?" I like, "We need to populate." <laughs> <laughs> I... Yes, it's time for the spanking. <laughs> I want a royal spanking. Royal spanking. Yes. I much rather. I actually was more interested in this little outpost, this community, than I was in Alexandria. I don't have to go back to Alexandria. I'm more interested in the kingdom and everything else. Uh, I do like the kingdom. I I do love the kingdom. It's kind of cool. I hated this Terra episode. Really? I don't like Negan. I think that Negan's a cheap character. He gets better. Well, they, they have better. two episodes until they hit the midpoint. So a lot of shit's going to happen in the next two episodes. I think every episode up until then has just been a setup. 
Which Basically. is not to say that the guy playing him is doing a poor job. Jeffrey Dean or, Morgan. <laughs> or anything like that. He's, he's perfect at mm-hmm. who that character is. I just think that the character is too shallow for my taste. It's like... Not enough character storyline. Not enough character building up. Yeah, like that, that Jesus fellow in, in Passion of the Christ. Like, oh, just yeah. no character development. <laughs> no backstory. <laughs> no backstory. Uh, I did think it it's was... just that... a mean guy, not... not you don't get to know why he's mean. Negan, you will find out eventually. It's an interesting backstory. I like it. Uh, I w- he stepped on a thorn once, and he hasn't gotten it out yet. <laughs> I think that's the lion. Oh. Uh, I did watch the Talking Dad for like ten minutes. I think it's just <clears throat> I, I don't know why I do. I think I just t- torture myself because I want to slap Chris Hardwick. Oh yeah, Hardwick. it it had old uh, what's her name on it, Elvira. It did. Ha- she looked totally different. She was out of makeup. Yeah, out of makeup and out of but you recognize that cleavage, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I do. The boobies, as Jeff would say. Yeah, the boobage. But I Tara was on there, boobies. and they said, and she said that in that episode, she was she just had a baby three months before that. She so, was looking a little thick. Well, wow. During that episode. Well, you I just mean, had a baby. Well, yeah, I guess it's, yeah, she was like six months pregnant, huh? No, she just had a baby. Yeah. Three months. You said three months. She just had a baby three months before that. Wasn't before Tara? Oh, it? I thought I meant she was or six months pregnant. Interview. Before they filmed it, sorry. Oh. I thought she you said I thought she was like six months pregnant. No, she when just had a baby it. and then they filmed it, which I felt was like cruel oh. and unusual punishment. Like Ah, yeah, we're going get on your feet. Yeah, exactly. She did all of her stunts, yeah. and I was awesome. So I was good. like, good for her. Yeah. Like right. she was. Uh, they said um, she she said that she did all the stunts she was doing. It was the hottest day of the filming for the whole season. It was like 107. Welcome to Georgia. Mm-hmm. And then she said in between, like every three hours, she's like, I have to break. I have to feed my kid. Sorry. And they mm-hmm. kept her t- uh, daughter, three months old, in an air conditioned tent. I was like, she. That's pretty good. You know, oh, they couldn't afford a trailer for her. I, I don't know. They, she said a tent. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Her contract daughter, says if you have a newborn nice, baby, uh, you only get a tent. You don't get a trailer. And a nice refrigerator, so she was nice and cool. Yeah, he said it came with like little those little college refrigerators you had in your dorm room. <laughs> well, Jonah uh, for for the baby milk. That's it. They couldn't get a real one. <laughs> they just opened it once yeah. in a while. Jonah Ray was on it for Mystery Science Theater. Chris Hardwick's friend, and he's and it got a little awkward. He's like. Well, would it have been better if your baby was like just a zombie baby so you could have walked with it? And everyone just kind of looked at him like, that means the baby's dead. Uh, And he's like, you know what I'm saying? And he kept talking. It's like, stop it. Just shut up. Shut up. Uh, Tara plays a lesbian in the the show. So she didn't have sex with any men. It was just the doctor lady. I actually liked Tara. I thought when she was coming back with the sunglasses was kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of cool. That was kind of funny. But after all the death in in the village, Denise is kind of like a afterthought like nobody really cares <laughs> no offense uh, they got scarier shit to deal with yeah uh, i i really hate the kid i forget his name also. carl carl i really carl. hate carl so i was looking through imdb to see if he's making any new shows so mm-hmm. maybe they'll kill him off and <laughs> he's going to show. college but i didn't see any but i saw his his acting debut mm-hmm. and it looks awesome jesus h zombie who will jesus eat 
He's actually in that? He is in that. That is his debut. Oh! Jesus H. So what you're saying is he was typecast. So you're saying they finally found a way to give Jesus some character development. Oh, God. Down the hall, the religious... The religious... Yeah, we did. It's called Crucifix. It will be on the Canadian podcast. No, Italian podcast network. But I'm not kidding. That is his... That's actually a for one. The internet broke Chandler Wiggs is in it for two. Internet broke this week that Chandler Riggs' dad said they thanked uh, Walking Dead for their seven-year contract uh, for his son's seven-year contract and it's now on to bigger and uh, better things in college because he got accepted out of Auburn. And so the rumor is that he's done. And it's like, or he's negotiating because Rick, Andrew Link, is now yeah. negotiating a new contract because their seven-year contracts are up. Kill them uh, both. Kill them both. Thing is, though, with Walking yeah. Dead, what power do you have as, a, as an actor? Okay, we'll kill you. We'll find somebody else. Yeah, that was my concern about this episode. You got Norman Reedus. He's sticking around. He can lead everybody. They did say they're negotiating him and Andrew Lincoln right now. But that was my concern. When you take one of the minor, non-major characters and you focus on them Mm -hmm. like this, that usually means they're dead at the end. Oh, yeah. But she lives. No, no. She'll be dead within three episodes. Okay. Then that's her death. Well, Heath, they made him go away because he's in the new 24 show. Uh Uh-huh. So, on Fox. So, they said he's out filming that. Okay. And if it gets picked up, you'll never see him again. Isn't he, like, a main character in the comic books? He's kind of... It depends. He goes up and down. Like, he's sometimes in it for a decent amount, and then you don't see him for, like, 18 issues. (laughs) And then he goes shoots 24 for a while. Yeah. (laughs) And then stops back during his hiatus. And comes back, yeah. Yo, save the world. 24 hours. How come we can't get the zombie thing under control? You know, I, I can't believe we haven't started talking about Westworld yet. Let's get to that. I'm glad you said that because Ooh. we actually have listener feedback before listener feedback. Oh, listener feedback on Westworld from Twitter. Free listener at feedback. Bad Ideas Podcast. Ooh. Please follow us. The Pop Culture Cafe says, looking forward to the Westworld recap. Really enjoy it. Dot, dot, dot. That is a compliment, Blake. <laughs> okay, good. It's not sarcasm. So, uh, yeah. So, let's do Westworld here. Episode 9. we got one, one episode left. Yes. Spoilers coming up. Now, Scab Jeff, you have been watching Westworld. I have been watching Westworld. You are the new point of view on the show for Westworld. Have you seen the nudity in Westworld or have you missed it all? <laughs> have you been there programmed? significant nudity in Westworld. <laughs> Just okay. like Game of Thrones. I don't think there was any in The Crown. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, you as an astute author... You know, paranormal hunter, etc. You're watching Westworld. Give us one of your favorite theories that you like so far. Our listeners have been listening for the past two months. No ours. And we're going to explain a little bit on it. But what is yours? I I think the the head programmer, he might actually be one of the hosts. Dr. Ford? Ford might be a host. Yeah. (laughs) No, wait. You didn't mean Bernard? Oh, okay. All right, yeah. Dr. Ford. Yes. No, no, I meant Bernard. You meant Anthony Hopkins. No, no. You meant Bernard. I meant Bernard. Oh, so that was a joke. It was. (laughs) It failed. Boom! Right over (laughs) our head. Okay. Do you write for the great indoors? Just wondering. I think that... Uh, Ed Harris is actually the guy with the white hat. I don't know. His William. Name. William. Yeah, Man in Black. You think Man in Black I, is and I William? I think that the entire time he's been searching for Dolores. Hmm. Maybe not the maybe not the entire time because he's been raping her for the last ten years. Yeah, but Man in Black <laughs> yeah. wasn't looking for her when he pulled her into the barn. But I think that finding her there in the barn was part of the end of of the uh, of the the maze, and yeah. I think that. 
that the whole maze idea started in his head or finding some meaning behind it when he when he realizes thirty years ago Dolores is having an awakening. Yeah, and apparently, yes. Okay, yeah. Let's let's think about that for a second. You want to talk about Dolores? Well, Dolores is the oldest one in the park. Yes. Yes. She, uh, well, one in the park. She has robot parts inside of her, while the rest of them don't seem to have any robot parts yeah, inside the, of them. The, Maeve the does not, stuff. right? Maeve does not have those robot parts. I haven't seen any robot parts. Maeve, in Maeve's when a, they stabbed her, she didn't have that because she had more blood yeah. and skin in that. Right? Now, granted, you know, we're assuming William's timeline takes place significantly years. into mm-hmm. the few. I mean, maybe not thirty years. Thirty years in the past, yeah, approximately. And yeah. so, some of the Dolores flashbacks we've seen is actually. In the current timeline now. Yeah. So her story was happening at the same time as the revisit of William back in the day. And her storyline outside of the back of the day is with concurrent with the man in black. Because she's having the reveries herself again. Because remember, she wakes yeah. up. She goes to where the gun was planted. And she's running around. Mm-hmm. And she's having flashbacks where she's in her uh, cowgirl outfit. And then her blue dress outfit. Mm-hmm. And... The big important thing about uh, Dolores is that she does go down into the, the fish tank, you know, the lab or the hidden, uh, Ford's where, lab. maybe where the cabin is now, mm-hmm. possibly Ford's lab. And she's having those conversations. It turns out it was Bernard, but we, as we found out, Bernard is a re- replicant of replicant Arnold. of Arnold. So Bernard was is actually was Arnold. So mm-hmm. in that life lifelike and looks, and she's like, I understand the maze. I understand, you know, it's the you know. So she's coming to the consciousness and realization of who she is and what it is, and she's realizing that it's scary. And she's like, you can't help me. And he goes, why? Because she realizes she killed him. So I'm thinking the incident with William. That gets him his lifetime membership in the park, and mm-hmm. what helps him save the park after that incident is that Dolores probably kills Arnold in real life during the episodes or whatever we're in going to see in the past. That's why the city in the sand that he's talking about, where the mm-hmm. steeples picked, you know, sticking out, sticking the out of the ground. If you remember, Ford's working on a new narrative, mm-hmm. and you remember behind him is that, and they're digging out sand. It's mm-hmm. like he's unearthing the the city, the original where, city, the original city where. The hosts were coming to grips with their consciousness, and I think that big incident is what happens. And Dolores, in somehow in that big melee or the shootout mm-hmm. thing, kills Ford. He's probably trying to intervene. Okay, kills Arnold. Not Arnold. I mean, kills Arnold. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And so this ties into my new theory: is that the whole new storyline with Wyatt. And everything, because we know Ford is a cold-hearted bastard to the hosts. And now you find out part of his motivation behind that is, is that, well, obviously, because he tried to talk in Arnold out of giving him that consciousness and let him keep it. And as a result, Arnold dies probably at the hands of Dolores, which is a reason why probably Ford is not very happy towards the hosts and shuts down their consciousness and all that kind of stuff when he wants to. And I think he started putting the reveries back in because his new big storyline is, here you want something real and scary and dangerous to live through and get your money's worth? Here are the hosts, artificial intelligence, starting to become conscious and realize that for what it is, it's a danger to your humanity and you got to kill them. What happens in the original movie? Does anybody know? 
Well, Jason does, but he just left the room. So. <laughs> well, uh, the part comes alive and kills people. That's all I know. You, that's, you'll, that's yeah, Yul Brenner, Yul Brenner is the black hat bad guy who starts going rogue on his own. You know, I, I, I've seen the movie twice, the most recent, probably 10, 15 years ago. And it was, it was concerned because he was starting to act on his own and he became a threat to the humans in the park. And I, that, that's the parallel, I think, in regards to the hosts with the show nowadays. And it probably explains Ford's cold, cold attitude towards the hosts. And I was under the impression that Ed Harris got his lifetime membership and, and everything because He's on the when he, mar- he married into the company that bought it. Yeah, and married became, into Logan's family who had connections. Board. And, you know, in, in an attempt to keep it going, possibly for his, you know, love, quote unquote, realization that Dolores was coming to grips with reality. You know, as we see, William's like on a quest now to go help her because he realizes she is processing like a normal human being would with her consciousness and intelligence and she's starting to have emotions and he's believing that you know there's more to it than that and when uh, Ed Harris ran into the other board member out in the park did she call him William no no okay. I, I, I was I waiting to hear and she never said uh, his name I didn't it didn't occur to me that they could be the same person until the until he walked into the church, and I'm like, are they uh, the same person there at the end? Mm-hmm. I will say the board member is quite possibly one of the most attractive people I've seen in that show. She is quite Ed gorgeous. Harris? Ed Harris. Yeah. You know what? Ed Harris is an old man? I'm telling you, he, he's got it put together. Good for him. Do you yeah, get to see his butt in this one? Because I, 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 I so. wouldn't know. I'd rather see his butt than Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> True. Okay, True. Twitter poll... <laughs> Who do you want to see naked next in Westworld? Ed Harris or Anthony Hopkins? Yes. Or William. Or Jimmy Simpson? Is that what his name is? Okay. Jimmy yeah. Simpson sounds like a kid that you just play with like as a 12-year-old. Like, dude, use your real name, James. Come on, Jim. Yeah. I don't want you to go by name of Jimmy at the age of 50. Why not? What, what are you talking about? Naked people playing with 12-year-olds? <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, now... I'm assuming mm-hmm. now that it turned out that, yes, in fact, uh, Elsie has been killed by Bernard. Yes. You think, but I don't know. I'm not convinced Looks yet. Looks like it. You think so, but I don't know. Maybe it's just a sleeper hold. I'm terrible with names. Elsie is the Elsie? one that, the uh, female IT person that found out that they were uploading everything up into the satellites, and she gets choked out. Forge data. Bern- yeah, I thought that she was killed episodes ago. Well, they just showed her get grabbed and then it went to black. Yeah, it looks like I'm like, oh, she's... Don't know if it's a chokehold or sleeper head. One or the other. I'm not not convinced that she's dead yet. Until you see a body, you never are convinced. Maybe Bernard... His conscious wouldn't let him actually kill her? Could be. Because apparently this has been happening before with Bernard and Ford. Bernard Mm -hmm. keeps coming to the realization of what's been going on. And then they go through the whole thing. They go through the whole thing again. Clementine Yeah, that was great. I can't kill you, but she can. And then Clementine couldn't. Yeah, because it's backdoor code, and Ford's like, you know, this is it. You're just going to have to kill yourself again. I'm done with you, basically. (laughs) So Maeve and who's the bad guy? Uh, The Hector? Yes. Is it Hector? Hector, yes. I like his character. I love that character. And I like the. I love his character. He's just your typical bad guy. I just like those two. I like how they interact with each other. I should say, (laughs) her, him, and Maeve. You mean have sex with each other? You just like the sexy part. Shut up. 
So when she set the tent on fire, she's basically killing themselves, right? Yeah, so they end up so they back, in, back, the, in, the back in the lab. Okay. So she can do what she So needs she can go to, to hell, basically, quote unquote. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure that I bit. Get it's Hector the finale this week, right? Yes. Yeah. But yeah. One more episode so gonna, in the season. So hopefully a lot of shit's going to be do resolved. Think, do you think Hopkins makes it through the episode alive? No. I don't think so, because if you're going to make film this, if it's going to take another year until the new season comes out, he may he's not be, be around. He's going to be dead. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I got a question. Seven. Or the, right. the finale could possibly actually end the storyline itself. Mm-hmm. And then keep going. Well, they did hint at other worlds in other episodes. Somebody mm. online, there was a couple of things online that there was like a Greek world or a Roman world. Yeah, there's, it was because of the props they saw in the theater. Well, yeah, yeah. but they were saying that there could there was talk of it. Oh my god! Like when they turned on the computer. World uh, about Greek because they have a theater that performs Greek there plays. Was, they said they were looking at things yeah. on the computer and it showed other maps in that. Oh. Now again, I'm not saying that's a great idea. I'm just saying that would be kind of interesting. They did go to another. Yeah park type yeah so go ahead jeff what's your question like tomorrowland with george clooney oh <laughs> well you would only see tomorrowland for 10 minutes so it's fine um i as i'm watching it and obviously you know you're as we you know we, we come to the realization that uh bernard is uh arnold mm-hmm. even though we were suspecting that for a while uh but yeah, you know they his name was an it. anagram yeah mm-hmm. but they, they confirmed it and then i'm watching i'm like huh i wonder if the whole time the when Bernard is talking to Dolores, if it's actually really Arnold talking to Dolores, I think that's what it was. I think that's at what the it end. was. Yeah. yeah. So so it's like so that's like another third uh, another timeline. Uh, you know, one of the guys I talk to uh, talk but, about this show with at work has said I am ho- optimistic that they're going to combine all these timelines easily and it won't be a mess. But there's the cynical part of me thinking this is going to be a clusterfuck how they combine them all. I don't. I feel optimistic. Well, if they planned out how it's going, mm-hmm. which I usually is that can, five years. No, but I mean like this season. Oh, mm-hmm. you mean in five years we'll figure all this? No, 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 no. Five He's, seasons. He said that they planned yeah. out five seasons, but they're okay. signed on for two from one yeah. another one. But I mean, so, so these things are planned out. So hopefully they're not like saying, "Oh, well, we didn't know how we were going to connect that." Shit. I don't think it was lost. Yeah, they don't want to make bear. it a lost. I got a polar bear. And Jonathan Nolan's okay until the Dark Knight Rises. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> what about Interstellar? He did Interstellar. That's after Dark Knight. Actually, yeah, actually, yeah. his script. I read his script of Interstellar. It wasn't completely different, but there was a lot they took out for the movie. Oh, there was more to put in. Uh, when they went to the first planet. They yeah. were actually going to be chasing... The Chinese were actually going to be the first ones there already. Chinese were already there? Yeah, That's and cool. they went into the tunnels, and the Chinese were killed off by the robots they brought. And the robots actually chased Matthew McConaughey and uh, Anne Hathaway out, uh-huh. and they had to get on the thing and find another planet. But they said they got to it, and the Chinese were already there. There's a lot of different little things. <laughs> Wyatt was there. <laughs> Do you th- I, I, or was Teddy Wyatt? That was my other thought, is Teddy's Wyatt. Because, I think Teddy because when be Wyatt. Teddy starts remembering in, in the the, mm. 
the lady's like, "Do you is that are you yeah. sure that's how it went down?" And she, he's all of a sudden he's like having a flashback where it's yeah, just it's like oh, him Wy- shooting everybody. First it's like I gotta get Wyatt, then it's like oh my god, I was on Wyatt's side, and yeah. And like, then now it's like, wait, I was killing everybody. I was the sheriff, and I was killing everybody. I shot the sheriff, yeah. but you did not shoot the deputy. Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to it. It's been a great year, and I'm excited to go back and watch the whole season season again eventually. That'll be awesome. I, I, I like I said. Rewatching is helped me an awful lot on the new stuff. Okay. And uh, let's actually get some listener feedback. All right, some uh, listener feedback. That usually, uh, you know, Scab Jeff, that starts out with who? Who's our? Oh, uh, Doug. Number yes. one fan, Doug. Can't give yourself a nickname. Yes. One day be called the Hammer. Number one fan, <laughs> Doug. He I said, didn't realize that was purposeful. I thought it was just always accidental that Doug was first. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See, he doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> okay. All right. So, anyways, he says, "Does Jeff? This is real Jeff, not you, Scab Jeff." He says, uh, "Does I'm Jeff have a restraining straining order against Nick? I fear for his safety sometimes." Nope. All right. You well. appreciate Nick's uh, infatuation with you. I appreciate anyone's infatuation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You don't get much infatuation with Dalmatian sheep, uh, sheets, huh? 101 Dalmatian sheets? Uh, actually, the sheets get more infatuation than I do. Oh, okay. Well, not anymore. Yeah. You got Nicolas Gage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just think about Con Air all night oh, long. Oh, God. I got to vomit now. Put the bunny down. <laughs> I do declare I am Nicolas Cage. Take this bunny girlfriend. This is my daughter. I got you a bunny. It's been in a sewer. Why are you afraid of me? Because you're giving me a bunny that was in a sewer, Dad. Take the bunny. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> what the hell? Apparently we went off on a rail somewhere. <laughs> no kidding. I, I think Jason's getting reveries or something. Reverie? What reveries? Violent delights. I don't recognize him. Violent delights. <laughs> Did he just make up a story about the rabbit on... Yeah. Con Air? Yeah, the ending. This is the uncut version. <laughs> <laughs> the rabbit was the most interesting part of Con Air. And you liked the movie. I love Con Air. It's a terrible piece of no, garbage. It is a- Put the body down. <laughs> I don't even think that's what he says. I don't know either. But anyways, moving on. I have no recollection of that. Was he naked at yes, the time? Yes, he was. <laughs> there you go. Still better than Ab Fab. Okay, moving on. No. Okay. Sean says I care about Dune I love the books and the sci-fi movies I even enjoy the extended versions of the Lynch movie this is from Sean from Pittsburgh Nerd that's right arch nemesis he cared uh, we asked him last week uh, because they were rem- uh, Dune was getting remade yes and I asked if anyone cared about them I, and Sean well knows. I said I like the sci-fi mm-hmm. series I yeah. thought it was artfully done yeah. and Sean agreed with you and, and he, he agrees he likes the extended version for when you have insomnia you need something to mm-hmm. sleep that uh, movie with how, all its internal dialogue how many Dune books are there I don't know a lot uh, uh, seven oh, sure okay. yeah, that I sounds good I've <laughs> <laughs> hey, only read the first one you know what you're right until proven wrong because that's our podcast <laughs> Because it's our podcast. You, you could have gone with that. <laughs> yeah, sure. I, there, are, there are seven Dune books. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we I, get... I did like the movie, too. Uh, right. I think David Lynch could do no wrong. Did you see yeah. the sci-fi miniseries? You cannot yeah. think David Lynch could do no wrong. He can do no wrong. I'm David Lynch! 
how did you like uh, Mulholland Drive? Did you listen to I his didn't music like albums? Did you listen I really to like his Mulholland Drive? No, you can't like Mulholland Drive because you don't know what went on in Mulholland Doesn't Drive. Doesn't sir- somebody a uh, female masturbate in that? Yes, and then all of a sudden everything turns upside down and goes sideways. Oh, you're in the upside down world. <laughs> I, I remember the parents being real small and yelling and. Yeah. <laughs> it's surrealist. He's a surrealist. It's- to, it's surrealist just to be surrealist. I mean, the only thing I remember no from that movie it, was I mean, didn't it have some Nine Inch Nail songs in it? Uh, I don't even remember. I think it's I, a lot. I, I remember. I'm like, no, I'm enjoying Highway. the movie. Oh, it's Lost Highway. Lost Highway. Sorry. I like Lost Highway. Lost Highway, Mulholland Drive. Yes. Yeah. I, I was enjoying Mulholland Drive, and then they take the <laughs> top off the box, and I don't know what happened. <laughs> they took the top off the they box. They took off the top of the box, and there was an hour left in the film. It, it, it was. It was a very coherent uh, mm-hmm. plot. But plot. Uh, kind of like us when we start talking listener feedback. And then there's this box, and she opens it up, and then it goes into crazy surreal mode for an hour. And never goes back. Wait a minute. <laughs> she masturbates, like and it goes into a box, mode. and it goes crazy. I see some allegories here. Hmm. Maybe Blake gets it. <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> and I'm glad if Paltrow's head was in the box, I would have enjoyed the movie much better. <laughs> it depends. Okay. Corrections. <laughs> Big Dev the Psy Guy. Dev, 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 Dev. Big Dev the Psy Guy. Dev, 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 Dev. <laughs> what was that? Oh, that was, hey. That's our theme music from number one fan Doug for uh, Dev. Anytime Dev's on for corrections, he's got his music. He has his own theme music now and our listener feedback. We don't have the music for listener feedback, but we have Dev has his own theme music. That was hours. How many hours of production did Doug put into that? 18. <laughs> 18 seconds? Maybe. Uh, all right. Regarding toy museums. Uh, regarding toy museums, there are a lot of toy museums. There is one in Missouri, self-proclaimed the world's largest. Okay. We were talking about toy museums two episodes ago, and if they still exist, or if they're a physical, you know, actual... An actual place where you can walk through and look at the toys in said museum. But um, apparently Missouri has the world's largest. My answer to this is, uh, in Missouri, who cares? All right. Hey, (laughs) Missouri was showing us that they have toys. I okay. <laughs> uh, next one is from uh, Amy Whalen. She has a correction for us as well. Uh, yes. You know, it's been a hard past couple of weeks for Amy. <laughs> and you haven't helped it. You know, <laughs> and this is a non-political podcast. So in spirit of being non-political and the fact that HRC lost the election... And, you know, Amy's probably favorite leftist dictator passed away this week, too. Yeah, we're not getting political at all. Uh, on Soapbox, Hobie Soapbox. on The, the glass Canadian ceiling has been network. removed for Amy. I'm going to read her whole quote. Whoa. Here it goes. It said, I've only been to your house three times, and I've met your dog, and Blake was also there for two times. Two of the times. Yeah. Two of the times. Yeah, Regarding you that, you, have, you didn't yes. realize I had a dog. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yeah. At least she knew that you had a dog. Yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> Good job, Blake. I'm glad you're observing. So, Scab Jeff doesn't see nudity. You don't see dogs. Okay. <laughs> okay. Jeff doesn't see women. 
So it all works out well. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. work out well at all. No, no, no. I don't understand what corrections has have to do with these. Uh, we were talking that, well, I guess it wasn't a... Shut up. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. I don't think that word means what you think it means. <laughs> I think you're confused. I think it does. I think it does. Amy's was not necessarily a correction. Well, Amy, I'm on your side. Okay. Uh, very upset. HR Puff and Stuff lost. Is that who you said? Yeah. Okay. Puff and Stuff okay. lost. All right. So, anyways... Uh, Randall Holt at RJ Holt 666. He's not evil. Just handled that way. And he's, uh, can we start like running our airtime out and listener feedback to like maybe Randall Holt? Maybe. For example, because he's answering Pam's question from last week <laughs> about the Exorcist TV series. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, he says, I've gone through the first three episodes of The Exorcist. I like it. It's very well done. There you go, Pam. <laughs> No one else on the show has seen it. That is our that is the official Hobie response. You know what? Here's the thing. If we don't oh, wait, are we subletting responses out now? <laughs> yes, we are. Is how it works? If we don't see something and a listener has seen it, please let us know what you think of it because we we don't we didn't see it. There we appreciate go. that actually. Thanks, there Randall. And it'll be for you and an IOU. Just as good as money. There you go. Oh, and by the way. Oh. Yeah, you know what time it is. It's time to get dirty. Time for Nick. All right. Oh, Jeff. Fantasy. Oh, yeah. Question. Let's get meta physical this week. Jeff, what is the meaning of life? From Jeff's number 2.54 fan. Yeah, I love metric. Ooh. It's so sexy. Those Canadians got it right. And we're not talking to Scab Jeff. We're talking to Jeff Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> and now my name is Jeff Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, know I, know the, I know the answer. I read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> oh, I didn't know if that was... I didn't Good know if point. Scab Jeff, I didn't know if you were apprehensive about what the fuck is going on. But no, we we're talking to regular Jeff Jeff. This wasn't to you. I, I, know I don't want to disappoint already. you. I, I'm, I'm going to take his answer. Okay. 42. <coughs> that's the answer to life. That's, that's the, the answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything. everything. Okay. That is correct. I've seen the movie too. I think that's the... I think there was the a book movie. series first. Well, I didn't have time to read the book. I just watched the movie. Now, did you watch You're the watching... movie or did you watch the BBC uh, show or did you listen to the radio program? I actually watched the movie in several parts. I've never <laughs> sat through the whole damn thing. So you have time to watch, to listen, to read... Play the video game. To read Dune and all 89 billion pages. I never read Dune. Oh, okay. <laughs> you just watched the show. I just read about it. <laughs> so did I'm the only one see... who's actually read Dune. <laughs> but yes. I like the sci-fi miniseries. I want to read the, the one book I want to read is American Psycho. I'm really <laughs> hoping to read that one. I had, I had a copy of that. Did I let, you? I let a friend borrow it. Oh, huh. Well, you know, when Dune comes back out, we can actually have like a Dune ode episode where we don't really talk to each other. We just have inner monologues in our head. We just whisper <laughs> in our head. Didn't a couple years ago we discuss uh, we wanted to make a. Uh, Lego Dune. Yes, that was uh, Amy and Bob Amy and from Culture Babble said that. So back when Culture Babble existed. Yes. It's all, it still exists. Yeah. She's still babbling. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Timothy 
We love you, Amy. All right. The Pop Culture Podcast at TPC Cafe. Good day, mate. Yeah, you know, so uh, apparently there's some serious problems with the space program. They have no funding. He says NASA is offering $30,000 to figure out what to do with space poop. Any idea, guys? Where do you store your space poop? What I think you should do with space poop is form them into bricks and build a giant space shield for protection. Who are we building it for? For whatever we need protection from. (laughs) How about ourselves? Whether it be gamma radiation, Mm -hmm. nuclear missiles, Uh or even uh, sunburn. Okay. Just a wall of poop. Well, okay. I think the the actual I think that's contest, a shitty idea. By I think the, way. the actual contest was when they go to Mars, people are going to be in spacesuits for very long, extended periods of time. So they need to find out what to do with it. Oh well, that just ruins. I thought they meant for like I saw Total Recall. Won't they have like a dome that you're living in? No, but on the trip to Mars, it's going to be a long trip there. to Mars. There's going to be a lot of pooping shit, like, once a day. You'll have three years a day. Once a day. It's in the, it's, it's in the space suit, not in your spaceship, not in their domes on I wanna, Mars. I want to meet this person that ships once a day. That's it. Well, you know, maybe they Some can... Some people are regular and they have their schedules. And I'm assuming How many if times you're in a space... Day do crap? Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, you start off with your daily morning constitution. <laughs> then there's coffee. Yeah. Uh, Lots coffee of coffee. Don't... don't uh, ugh, coffee's nasty. Yeah. Can't and there's know. Pez. I eat a lot of Pez. That yeah. makes me go. Pez don't I'm, make I'm pretty once a day unless I have coffee or a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> my blood doesn't smoke cigars. <laughs> well, I think they're going to be on low metabolism on the trip mm-hmm. there. So you're probably looking at just once a day. and It'll probably be something kind of salt. Well, you would hope it would be solid. But you think a lot of food that they eat are like squishy consumable products. Well, they add water to it. Yeah. But from Maybe what I was reading, can... what they were trying to figure out was they would be in a spacesuit outside of their dome on Mars <laughs> and outside of their spaceship on the way to Mars. Well, I know what you could do. For like two or three days at a time, and they had to figure out what to do with their remember, bodily waste. Remember those old-fashioned, you know, footy pajamas that you see in the cartoons? With the little bucket. Okay. Where they got the little flap. You got the two uh-huh. buttons on the flap. You just make spacesuits like that, and when you got a poop, you just open up the flap, mm-hmm. and you got your little suction hole you stick your butt up to. But be careful. Don't let your nuts get stuck in there because it's going to suction Good it call. out, right? Good call. So you go ahead. You do your thingamabob there, and it should go into a storage bin. Mm-hmm. And you know that stuff burns. Mm-hmm. So you incinerate it, and it, you can turn it into extra energy. Or you put it into the garden you're building on Mars, and it's good fertilizer. Yeah. Couldn't you just shoot it off into space? Yeah, Again, you can just do that too, planet, jettison. You're not in your dome. But if you jettison out there, it becomes sol- a solid object. And you don't want, you know. We could also throw our garbage into space, but it would be real, real expensive to do that. You're not. <laughs> I'm talking Instead when you're going to this. burying it in a hole in the ground. I th- yeah, why can't we just bury it in a hole in the ground? I would because say- you're in your space suit. <laughs> no, I'm not I, getting I, this. I, I thought the whole poop thing was for the, the trip to Mars where you're in a very confined space. Yeah, that's you're on the trip to Mars I like, thought it was for. Oh, uh, like the size of a bathroom? Uh, maybe, maybe maybe we need NASA to give us more details no, so have, we can solve this problem. Well, I did, I did, where they just I did tag a... NASA on this one to listen to our show this week about this episode. <laughs> I think we got it. I think we got it. So you throw it into space. Or when you get to Mars, you uh, have a little hole in the back and you suction it out and dig it into the ground. I like it. You just poop your pants and take it out when you're done. That's disgusting. I'm never going to Mars. 
Or where are you going to put all those adult diapers? Well, if Arnold Schwarzenegger taught me <laughs> yeah, anything, where are you going to put all those Depends? Like everybody wears, just get a big contract, Pentagon contract for Depends. And there like you it. go. I've pulled up the official NASA site. Okay. And it says Space Poop Challenge. Okay. I should have read it before I brought this up. <laughs> Can we call it um, Hobie McFace or whatever it's called? Hobie McPoopface? There you go. Hobie McPoopface. Okay. I wonder what Worsley did on his trip to Antarctica with poop. Exactly. I mean, he's yeah, probably didn't Okay, they will the be end. in a spacesuit for 144 hours. So they need to know what they're going to do with their excrement during that time. Okay. Let it collect. Ew. Oh. What else can you do? Well, that's what we're trying to figure out. That's the whole point of the contest, Jeff. Space suit slash enema kit. If anybody, if any of our Hobie listeners know what to do with space poop, let us know, and then we'll take credit. I mean, people running marathons. Give us ideas, and then we'll have a Twitter poll on it. (laughs) For the best idea that was submitted to NASA. Yeah, you're not in a marathon for 144 hours. 144 hours to run a marathon. To be honest, you'll probably be dead by the heart attack (laughs) in the first 20 minutes. I don't feel safe with you running. Apparently, it's a health and safety issue to, to sit in your own. Really? For... That's shocking. Sitting there How many days floating? is that? Uh, five? Five? Four? I... Three? <laughs> How about his six? I think it's six. <laughs> it, it, it's just under six, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Seven. The, name, the same number of books is Dune. That's or... right. <laughs> so, well, all right. there's your answer, NASA. You're welcome. Give us money. <laughs> well, I was thinking some sort we of... We get an answer. <laughs> no, face. No, the, the, it's a laser mechanism in the back of the suit, so whenever no, it starts you're coming thinking out, too much. You're just... It's much easier just throwing it to space. I don't understand what the big deal is. You get you get a shoot going straight up. There you go. From your space suit? Oh, no. You have like a little portalette that goes straight up. A little suction portalette. Yeah. You don't sit on it. You just stand Life's up. On the you, same you just stand me. up and stand so next to it. why don't we have these on Earth? Well, that's, we're not inhumane. I mean, come on. I don't even know what that means. I don't know either. I'm just saying Blake's, I'm impressed that Blake's agreeing with me, so I'm going with it. Yeah. <laughs> That's our answer. Sir. 38,000. Well, Hobie's not getting the money. <laughs> I'm just agreeing so I can get home in a reasonable time tonight. <laughs> uh, professor number one at Dr. Number One said, uh, why were people vandalizing Susan B. Anthony's gravestone on election day? What a lack of respect for all she did. Yeah, they did. They kept just putting stickers and smacking stuff all over the gravesite and desecrating it. I feel like it was okay, though, because it was scratch and sniff stickers. Ooh, boysenberry. Oh. Ooh. I voted. I smell like strawberry. Or actually, no. Your vote this year smelled like shit because <laughs> we had a choice between shit and shit. No, no. Giant douche. Sorry. So if it smelled like a giant douche, it smelled like a summer's eve. Let's get some, and we're done with this segment. We have hit a new low. That's the new low? Seriously? <laughs> it's time for another installment of the News of the Geek. Straight from the news desk. I am the Walter Con- Cronkite of the show. You're the Walter Cronkite of the yes. show. Queen of the Damned, writer Anne Rice has announced. <laughs> Queen of the Damned! You put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> has announced that she's required the rights to produce the, her vampire... Acquired, not required. Okay, you know what? Do you want to read this? <laughs> do you want me to? No. No, it's more fun when you do and we correct you. <laughs> she's acquired the rights to produce her Vampire Chronicles novel series for the small screen. She wants to make it a Game of Thrones style epic with more or less dot. 
a television series of the highest quality. Does anybody ever say I want a television series of the lowest quality? Uh, <laughs> people who make two broke girls. Oh, uh, good call. Uh, is now my dream for Lestat. Louis. Lestat. Louis. Louis. Armand. Armand. Marius. Marius. And the entire trib. Tribe. <laughs> Rice wrote on Facebook. This is a new golden age of television. Such a series is the way to let the entire stories of the vampires unfold. I think that's a good idea. I do uh, like that idea. Christopher Rice, her son, is actually going to be developing a pilot script with her. Uh, and will likely begin with the vampire Lestat in the second book of the series. Yes. Did you know that in the new book is he goes to Atlantis, the lost city? Like the newest one that she wrote? Yes. I did not know that. I don't know if that's a good sign or not. I think well, maybe it depends. She's sounds like a jump the shark. You think? Yeah. It and then she went right into the ocean. Right. It depends exactly as to what Atlantis in her her world is. Aquaman's uh, in it. Oh well, then she jumped the shark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, I I'm, mean, if it's an underwater level, or if it's just a hidden it's not a video sea. game, it's not an underwater level. <laughs> it's a book. <laughs> Have you read a book? It's not choose your. It's a choose your own adventure choose book. Your own adventure. There you, you go. Know, you know, I read those. I'm going to hope that Margaret and Tracy are listening to this podcast and listen to me once again when I say, I'd like to see Dragonlance done in a Game of Thrones style. Thank you very much. I also find it interesting. She's got to buy the rights back to her own books. Yes. Well, she sold them. I know. But it's weird. They made an okay movie and then a crappy, crappy piece of shit movie. Uh, Are you excited about a TV series, though? Yes. Yeah, I'd watch it. I am. Yeah, it's pretty good. Because, you know, it, it... I, I like it. Yeah, it's got to be on yes. HBO or something like that, right? Or Showtime. I don't uh, know if you can make depends. this series on regular TV. Uh, well, Netflix what do you mean is by getting a lot of money TV, to throw. Uh, could be Netflix. It could be Netflix is fine. I'm talking like basic cable or regular I TV. I think it could probably be on basic. Mm-hmm. I think AMC. I think you need some without. nudity and sex. Or... I yeah. It's a, that's a whole. It does mystique. focus a lot on, <clears throat> yeah, you, on sex. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can do sensuality without putting it over. I mean, you could still do it mm-hmm. without. Being obscene or breaking whatever rules they may have. Yeah. And so, you know, Scab Jeff, remember this. When you sell the movie rights to zombies, the true story of the Titanic disaster, remember you have a clause in there that lets you get those rights back so you can do your TV series. Can I play the Raging Cajun in it? Uh huh. He's desperately trying to. I am the zombie, the counter. Tommy, let me If this doesn't work, he'll do a catch casting uh, audition with you. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's see. <laughs> look at my look at my hula hoop. Couch casting? I feel like I'm surfing. Are you <laughs> surfing? You go hit that couch <laughs> in the blue room there, guys. He's still trying to get his part. Jeff, I mean, like, scab Jeff. Like, are, are you using it to catch fish? I'm casting my couch? Boom. I mean, Anyways, uh, Kickstarter for the reprint of the fantasy horror board game called Kingdom Death Monster, Mo- colon, Monster. <laughs> Kingdom Death Monster. Has raised nearly $5 million since launch on November 25th. 39 days are left. That's updated today. In the oh. fundraising campaign, the tracking site KickTrack, which I guess trend uh, that they yeah kinda, that figures out they how predict. things trend. They think it's going to get $72 million. The tabletop game lets groups of players hunt intelligent monsters and develop your settlement through a self-running campaign. Includes a huge array of detailed and frequently disturbing playing pieces. Described as a boutique product. And the most popular pledge level for the campaign is three hundred dollars. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah, it is. That's why it's in the news. Yeah, it is. It's a very yeah. It, it's a reprint of the game. The original game 
went out, did a bunch of things, and now everybody wants it again. Real expensive, obviously. Um, if you already bought the game, you can get the extended stuff for only $50, I think, is what it is. Um, but then they're... Oh, uh, it. Or, I look at the game, and I'm like, I'd just rather play pen and paper, or pencil and paper uh, D&D than have to... Pay all that Spend, money for all that Kingdom money Death. For, for, you know, pretty much what you're buying is a bunch of miniatures and cards. Well, it looks really interesting as a board game. And the fact that it's, like, kicking some Kickstarter ass. I mean, it's, it's $5 million. In two days. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, we are up to 38 days to go, sorry. $5.7 million. It's kind of stalled lately. Oh it, oh, it started out big, and then it's... And they said it usually uh, will... You know, pick up at the end again. Uh, yeah, the final twenty, final forty-eight uh, if you hours. Pledge three hundred. Uh, let's see. Includes any stretch goals. Uh, the Gambler's Chest, uh, Kingdom Death Monster Core Game one point five. Estimated delivery December two thousand twenty. Yeah, that's the problem I have with it. Two thousand twenty. Yes, yeah. it, it's four years away, and they're hoping everybody forgets that they pledged money to this and paid them already. That is interesting. Yeah, it's four years away. You pay your $300. They have some level is up to, what, I think $1,666 is the highest level. Uh, let's see. Seven, so seven, I guess seven. Anthony Hopkins isn't pledging anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you page the... Uh, oh, that doesn't include shipping. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. Shipping is extra. <laughs> it is, is extra. <laughs> uh, if you pledge sixteen sixty six, you get the game, Gambler's Chest, all 12 current expansions... All new expansions from this Kickstarter, pinups from this Kickstarter, promos from this Kickstarter, exclusive Satan t-shirt, Satan. pinups of death, series one, all pinups and promos from the last kingdom death. Estimated delivery, 2020. <laughs> well, I'll give them credit for not putting, you know, 2017 knowing it'll take them four years to put out. So at least they're letting you know it'll take you four years. That's impressive. By then, the game will be worth five hundred dollars. I hope. Okay. But yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, that doesn't include shipping. Shipping is extra charge, and I didn't check to see what they were charging, but it looks like it's going to be a big fucking heavy box. Mm -hmm. They ain't cheap to ship. Uh, They said the original game is selling for upwards of five hundred dollars on eBay. So it's like the Hatchimal of RPGs. Moving on. What Uh, is a Hatchimal? Okay, it's the new hot toy. It's a Furby inside an egg. You have to massage the egg for 20 minutes. The kids do. <laughs> yeah. Oh! Hatch animal. Okay, not hatch a mole. Hatchable. Oh, God. Hatchable. It's hatch an animal stuck together. There's a nine-minute okay. instructional video on YouTube on how to take care of it, and you get a cheat sheet. And then it, it hatches out of the egg, and then it, ta- then it goes from an infant to a baby to a toddler to a kid. And how many days? An adult. I don't know. It's like hours you have to build. It's like a bird. It's the most ridiculous thing ever. So can you put it back in the egg when you're no, done? No, you have to throw... It's, it actually gives you directions to throw the shell away. I think it leaks radiation or something. <laughs> Asbestos. Do not taunt Happy Fun Ball. Do not lick the egg. <laughs> ah. Not for consumption. <laughs> we covered it in lead paint. It's fine. Uh, let's see. That's made in China. What could go wrong with it? Uh, quickies. Uh, Steven Skull's relationship with Russia is a long and fascinating one, if anybody's interested. Nope. Uh, he's actually built a long-lasting friendship with Vladimir Putin. 
To top it all off, Putin granted the action star his Russian citizenship earlier this month. Died this past weekend. Yep. And on Friday, gifted him with the new dual citizenship passport in Moscow. Uh, let's see. They've been friends for decades. The Washington Post, yes, Washington. Washington. Wrote Steven Seagal has been a longtime supporter of Putin and called him one of the greatest world leaders, if not the greatest world leader, alive today. He already filmed a promotional campaign for the mobile provider in Moscow, Megaphone, including a mannequin challenge video at a press recent press conference. I do not want to see Steven Seagal doing a press a mannequin challenge. This is completely messed up. I guess I guess Seagal got to Putin for Thanksgiving before uh, I could have him on here to pick his brain. <laughs> That's why he didn't show up at your house. Exactly. I did mention at my Thanksgiving this year, I looked at my I looked at my brother Doug. I said. Really think I would much rather be at Blake's house right now. Yeah. And he agreed. Yeah. We almost came over to your house. Thanks. You know what? I have my own correction from last week. Yes. Were you invited to Blake's for Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah I wasn't there. Yeah, show up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I said Tom Cusack. I meant John Cusack. Good job, Blake. Thanks. That's my correction. That's my own that. correction. Uh, approximately zero complaints? Yes, that'd be zero. Yeah. <laughs> zero. So now I brought it to everybody's attention. So what do you think the mannequin challenge is? Because when you mentioned the mannequin challenge, you went like... Moving my yeah, arms and I was doing like, like a, a Like a puppet type of thing. <laughs> Michael Jackson I thought thriller, he was doing zombie. The, uh, the, the crane kick from Karate Kid. <laughs> yes to both. Can I say that? Yeah. I fucking hate the mannequin is the challenge. Mannequin challenge like, is this stupider than planking even? Oh, that's close. It's close. I mean, T-bowing is better than this, oh, right? Oh, no, no, no. No, not T-bowing. I, I, I kind of like this, and there's and there's famous people doing it for good causes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, there's your... Stay by, I would never stay do by it. next week for the Hobie mannequin challenge. We'll perform <laughs> it live on the air. Ready? Go. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, excellent. Is there a time limit you have to do this for? You just have to video the whole thing, go around the whole thing and yeah, video. Yeah, that's not going to happen. No. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> There's too much pez in this room for me to sit still. You stay still. and yeah. It doesn't sound like much of a challenge either. I have ADHD. I haven't stayed still in years, so it's okay. <laughs> so uh, we challenge you to film yourself not moving. Rather, uh, rather challenge you to a duel. Okay, challenge is a bad word for it. I got, okay. I got one shot. <laughs> I'm mean, not blowing my one shot. No, no. I said, Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, are you doing Hamilton or Eminem? I, I don't know. Tell. I always get confused. <laughs> I really do. I don't know which one is which. He rapped Hamilton uh, a couple, couple weeks ago. Okay, so moving on. Let's go. Uh... I don't know if I call it rapping. Hello, Hobie listeners. What are you doing next September 22nd through the 24th, 2017? Jason, that's a year away. Well, sure it is. But you know what? It's never too early to plan for the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Last year we had Stan Lee, we had John Barrowman, and even Teddy Sears. Zip! He was fast. That's September 22nd through the 24th at the Duke Energy Convention Center in Cincinnati, Ohio. Check the Cincinnati Comic Expo Facebook page out for all the news. Or you can listen to Hobie and we'll be updating it as they release the new guest. Again, Cincinnati Comic Expo, September 22nd through the 24th. Make your plans now. Hi, this is Mark. Congratulations. You have found this amazingly awesome show. Chances are you're listening to it right now on whether it's iTunes or Stitcher Radio or some other mobile app that allows you to stream this amazingly awesome show to your ear holes. And I can't stress how awesomely amazing this show really is. But did you know 
that you can also catch the latest episode of this show on the Tangibound Network. That's right. Go check out tangiboundnetwork.com. You can look them up and you can listen to it right there. It's even mobile friendly. What more could you ask for? Which means you can pull it up on your iPhone or your Android, even your Windows phone. Yeah, who has one of those? But still, point remains. You can do it. You can do it. Check it out. Tangiboundnetwork.com. Listen to this show, the latest episode, every time. Check it out. It's time for Box Office Bombs. All right. If we're talking bombs, that means we must be talking this week about Allied. <sighs> Made only $13 million in its opening week on a budget of $85 million. The film only added $9 million overseas and is Brad Pitt's lowest opening film since Fight Club made $11 million. This is the one with uh, Marion Cotillard. Cotillard. There you go. This was the movie that busted up Brad Pitt's uh, marriage to Angelina Jolie. I think her drinking uh, her ex-husband's blood might have done it. It, um, She did that before they got married, so I don't think that was the the deal killer. I don't really have a desire to see this because it takes place in Casablanca, and I hate the film Casablanca, so I'm fine with that. How do you hate the film Casablanca? That's awful. Dude, You obviously didn't see the film Casablanca. I did see it when I was in college. Thank you very much. You're in the film class. It was awful. Maybe you should uh, watch it again. Yeah. It was not awful. It was actually... I'm not usually a fan of the the older movies, and I thought it was very well done. So did I. Excellent movie. I'm going to have to agree with them. You are wrong. Yes. So Jason is wrong again. <laughs> but I will say this about your note here on the bomb. Brad Pitt. Yes. Is he going the way of Johnny Depp? We're going to find out uh, in the stock. It buy sell. Ooh, We're buying selling his stock. There's There's a teaser. 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 Uh, also bombs. I'm, I'm, I have split reactions about this one. Bad Santa 2 mm-hmm. failed at the box office. Opened with nine million for the five day weekend. I want a five day weekend. I don't think I've had a five day weekend ever. I did. It was quite nice. Uh, really? How do you had a five day weekend? Were you off Wednesday or Monday? Oh, four day. Never mind. Okay. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas time off for a seven day or a six day weekend. So I'm excited with that. Yeah, some people call well, that a, a vacation. Week off. Yeah. <laughs> Some say that. Anyways, moving uh, on. The What's film the also only has 25% on Rotten Tomato and a C plus on Cinema Score. Which is not a good sign. And Cinema Score gives you anything lower than a B, B minus. Plus. Or a B plus. Oh, yeah. B minus is a B kiss minus. of death oh. on Cinema Score. Entertainment Weekly gave it a B minus. They hated it, but they but did they give it a B minus. Yeah. So. Uh, and a twenty-six million dollar budget. I, I had no desire to see this. See, I re- I mean, I really like Bad Santa one. I agree. And I kind of, okay, wish they didn't do it. But if they're going to do it, I'm like, hopefully they do it well and it's worthwhile and not a waste of time or money. I don't think anyone cares anymore. No. It's a cult classic you can watch, but nobody's like, oh, I can't wait for the sequel. You know, will they throw the ring into the pit of fire? I don't know. Will they? I'm just saying that there's no, <laughs> there's no story that you need after this. Sorry. Moving on. Okay, well, Just take the top, five, to the top. Uh, top five this week. Uh, Moana made $55.5 million, total of $81 million in its opening week on a budget of $150 million. This is just for the three days, and then the total is in the five, sorry. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Fantastic Beasts 
and where to find them made $45 million, a total of $156 million on a budget of $200 million. Mm-hmm. That's been getting a lot of press because of Newt. And I'm sure it's gotten a lot more money overseas because um, Brits love their Harry Potter. It's already Potters. 260 overseas. And everybody's <laughs> been looking at the, the Newt references in the Harry Potter films. Oh. Like, apparently there's a lot. I don't know what Newt is. And I'm, not, I'm the, not being an ass. He's the lead character. He's the lead character. Yeah. Oh, Newt okay. Scaramonger or something like yeah. that. Because isn't in Harry Potter they read about this guy? Yeah, he's yeah. the guy who wrote the book that's one of their textbooks. So and okay. and he's on the map that Harry has. Okay. Ooh. The mischief map. Okay. You actually see Newt moving around. Okay. Uh, Dr. Strang... Strang. $13.5 million, a total of $205 million on a $165 million budget. Number one origin story for Marvel. Marvel Cinematic Universe? Yes. Or any Marvel movie? Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure all both Spider-Man's made more than that yes. so far. Marvel, Marvel Cinematic. Marvel. Marvel. So, the first Captain America didn't do that? Not, nope. And then the first Iron Man? Nope. First Spider-Man? Spider-Man. The Galaxy? Solo. Spider-Man? Solo. Solo. Sorry. Oh, okay. First Spider-Man? That doesn't include... It. That's not Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, that's Sony. Yeah. Oh. How does so Sony sound? Oh. Captain America and Iron Man. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and, and Ant-Man. Ant-Man, yeah. Hulk. Hulk. Yeah, Hulk. Yeah. They, yeah. That was so successful, they did it twice. <laughs> <laughs> the same thing. Exactly. Uh, Allied, as we mentioned, $13 million on its opening weekend on an $85 million budget. And Blake's favorite, The Arrival, made another $11 million on a, uh, a total of $62.5 million on a $47 million budget. Yes, thank Was that you. the one with the nudity I didn't see? Yes. Yes. Yeah, thank you, Arrival. Lots of circles. No, thanks. I just think the circles were just pictures of boobs. I don't know. Maybe it was metaphorical. Cheerios. I don't know. <laughs> She can only read, sir. Never mind. Stop Keep it. Moving. Move on. Move on. <laughs> All right. Upcoming. Before we hit December another new low. 2nd, The only wide release we have is Incarnate. Yes. Kind of surprises me. Yeah, they said. Uh, this is a big movie time? Yeah, they I... said they kind of knew that uh, there's too much out there with Doctor Strange, Moana, and uh, Fantastic Beasts. They said that they didn't think a lot of the studios were like, nah, we're not going out. Because right then, like, in two weeks, it's going to be Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Got my tickets. Yep, me too. I'm excited. Excited. 2D. I hope so. Oh, no. 3D. You going to the 7 or the 7? 7. They had the seven, by the time I remembered they were out, 7.30 was sold out. Ah. Uh, so. I'm taking my son to it, though. I'm excited. He's got young... He's got emo Bruce in it. In what? Incarnate. What is... Who is it? Got Will Aaron Eckert's in it. Oh, he's never been in a bad film. In that, <laughs> in that, he's been in a good film. In Thank you for David, smoking. David Mazou... Mazoo's David. Gotham. Emo oh. Bruce. Whiny Bruce. Oh, baby Bruce. Baby Bass. Whiny Bruce, yes. Oh, good for him. I Do we know it. what it is about? It's a horror movie. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. We because yeah. when I think Christmas, I think, let's kill some people. <laughs> Krampus did so well as a horror yes, movie it before did. Christmas. Yeah, see, well, it's, the incarnate is a scientist with the ability to enter the subconscious minds of the possessed, must save a young boy from the grips of a demon. With powers never seen before while facing the horrors of his past. I think this is a combo of several movies we've the seen cell. before. <laughs> yeah, is this like every horror movie trope yes. thrown into one? Yeah, pretty Ready? much. Ready? Def Sigh. 
Okay. Okay. Let's finish this up. Buy, sell. All right. Buy, sell. We're leading off with Billy Bob Thornton. Buying a stock or selling a stock? I... Scab Jeff. Sell. I hope I already sold it. Sell, 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 sell. 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 That was easy. <laughs> Dwayne uh, Johnson. Dwayne buy, Johnson. Buy, 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 buy. I'm buying Dwayne Johnson. Buy. Isn't he like buy. the highest paid actor in Hollywood yeah, right now? Yeah, I'm buying Dwayne Johnson. Wait, wait. Hold on. The Let sexiest man alive. I will agree he is probably the sexiest man. Brad Pitt. But I think he's oh, reaching sorry. the top of his bell curve. Toronto Jumanji 2 is going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm selling. <laughs> uh, what's next, Jeff? Uh, Brad Pitt. Sell. Sell, 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 sell. World War Z 2 is coming out, so get ready. I, th- I think right now I'm selling. Good call. Scab Jeff? I'm going to buy him. Oh, he's in a new Spielberg movie next. Okay, he's gone. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, buy, buy, buy. <laughs> it's, a, it's a hate purchase. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Marion Cotillard. Oh, bye. 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 I don't know who she is. Just say bye. Is she the one from Malad? Yes. yes, she is. The, and she was also in Dark Knight. Dark, Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Dark Knight Rises. I feel like she's going to have she some good movies coming. I feel like her story is rising. She she she's in like everything Christopher Nolan does anymore. Yeah. So just, just just say bye, Jeff. Is he doing Foundation? I don't know. I heard that he was doing the new. He was doing something based on Asimov's Foundation. Hmm. And Marion Cotillard is going to be in it. What are you going to do? What are you doing, Scam Jeff? Uh, I, oh, clock is ticking. I'm selling. I'm I thought selling. you said Asthma Foundation. You mean the Asimov's <laughs> Foundation? <laughs> Asimov's book. <gasps> Asthma. <foundation>. Okay. <laughs> he got the rights for the Asthma Foundation. <laughs> doing charity work? What? He's making a movie for the Asthma Foundation? What? <laughs> I. <laughs> It's only eight breaths long. And, well, in honor of the life of Florence Henderson, Mm -hmm. rest her soul, our top five list is going to be our top five favorite television moms. Carol Brady. Florence Anderson. We're not doing top five yet. Oh, sorry. No, that, that's my two separate entries. Oh, oh. I have a Carol Brady and I have Florence Anderson. <laughs> no, I'm I'm gonna say I'm assuming in honor of Carol Brady, we're Florence Anderson. We're assuming she's Henderson, number one and not anybody's list, right? Because she is the number one mom, right? She As Jason just <laughs> scratched her off his list. Yeah. She was number three can, on mine. <laughs> <laughs> I've never I mean, seen I'm just the making Brady the assumption she was number one. No matter what, never seen the Brady Bunch. Oh. Scab Jeff. Wow. Boo. Wow. So Do they have it on Netflix. I don't know. I have to look to where to find. <laughs> oh. I'm sure it's on uh, MeTV. Oh. <laughs> yeah, MeTV. You watch that all the time, don't you? I have no idea what that is. Okay, good. You okay. know, I'm not. You know, Carol. You know, you know, Brady, Mrs. Brady. Mm-hmm. You know the ideal TV mom there for the Brady Bunch, not like, not like the uh, the knockoff Mrs. Partridge who uh, forced her children to work to raise that she was going to live off of them. Mm-hmm. You know, Ms. Partridge Part- family. She was smart. She had a lot of you kids. Know, she made work. her kids, yeah, child labor. I don't know. I'm going to throw it out here. I'm going to criticize Mrs. Brady's parenting. I think when you're a stay-at-home parent, you don't need a full-time housekeeper. I'm just saying. Full-time Oof. stay-at-home parent. Man. Down the hall. Man. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you podcast what. called Glass I, I hey, mean, hey, why don't you be a mom for six children? 
under the age of 18. God, I would need to go. If, if, if my uh, uh, husband was a successful architect and yeah. I got to stay at home and do it and you hate not children, worry right? about money. You hate uh-huh. children. Well, that's beside the point. <laughs> you would be, you would be a butler. Uh, <laughs> well, one, well, one, the the older kids are old enough to, you know, forced to work anyway. So Sniff I, glue. I make them join a what band. Duggar family stuff. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> Duggar family. Oh, yeah, we'll do it that there way. Can we do top five moms? Oh, <laughs> Cap, Jeff, right. you're the guest. So, so essentially, if you're if you if you're married to Jeff and you have six children, mm-hmm. don't expect any help. <laughs> if you're married to Jeff and you have no children, don't expect any help. <laughs> Hell, if you see Jeff on the street, don't expect any help. Okay, uh, 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 is that an insult? Yes. <laughs> don't quite understand why. I don't know either. Shut up. Like, no, if you're Jeff. married to Jeff, don't have Nick Albright over. That's right. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Actually, if you're married to Jeff, be worried about Nick Albright hanging outside your house. <laughs> Hi, Jeff. Scab Jeff, what would you like? What's your number five? <laughs> number uh, five. My number five Television is... mom, not movies. Lana Kane from Archer. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, you've seen Archer, right? No. Yeah, right. Archer. She's uh, Archer's oh. mom. She's the uh, no, 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 name no, no, from Arrested Development. Uh, she's the other secret... Oh, Asian, the, the, oh, okay. Taylor. Yeah. Oh, I forgot she even had a baby. So yeah, she just had a baby. I I wasn't a big fan of his mom, and I kind of wanted to put Archer in there. For <laughs> <laughs> reference so, Archer. I went, so I went with her. And, the way oh, you were talking awesome. it was like a real person just had a baby. Oh, she just had a baby. Great, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Just had a baby. The cartoonist drew it really well. <laughs> <laughs> even the placenta. Okay, Blake, what's your number five? <laughs> My number five. Uh, I had to go with. Uh, I had to go with this mom just because she was hot. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we would expect nothing less. Tammy Taylor, mm-hmm. played by Connie Britton on Friday Night Lights. Oh, yeah. I heard her daughter was a slut. Mm. Well, maybe that's why she's one of my favorite moms too. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number five. Oh, wait a minute. Oh. Um. I don't. I don't think my wife is listening, right? Okay. You tell us. No. <laughs> uh, let's see. My number five is uh, from Home Improvement. Jill Taylor. She uh, kept uh, the you know cocaine addicted Tim Allen okay. Um, <laughs> she you know. kept the cocaine flowing. <laughs> the She's kid. my favorite mom. She, she kept she him in line. Gr- she kept him in line. He in was, line. Allegedly. <laughs> ah, That's funny. Uh, all the kids were in line. You know, she did a great job running the house, so I liked her a lot. She was a party pooper. She didn't like him messing with his tools, and all he wanted to do was just mess with his tools. <laughs> well, for the kids below 80, uh, we're talking about home improvement. Uh, go look it up. Go Netflix uh, it. Yes. I'm going with Jill Taylor. I'm sorry. Sure. Go like right her. ahead. I like her. Yeah, uh, you're allowed to. Jeff, what's your number five? Uh, my number five is uh, uh, the mm-hmm, that's yeah, good. that's her name, L- Linda Linda Belcher from Bob's Burgers. Huh. Uh huh. You like that show, don't you? It's a very amusing show. It okay. Is a good show. And she is a great mother. <laughs> Blake, I, I, sure. I would give, sure. I'd sure. give you that one. Sure. Yes, I got that one. Oh. Hey, this is a guy that does Bob's Burgers. Isn't he the same voice guy from Archer? Yes. There was an episode where he <laughs> he was undercover as this guy named Bob who ran a burger. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> that makes sense. That's pretty funny. Uh, what's your number four? Yeah, uh, my number four is one that I'm going to thank Scab Jeff for giving me when I got to the Bob Studios tonight. I'm like, my list isn't complete. Mm-hmm. And 
he threw one out that he told me wasn't on his list, so I don't think I'm stealing it from him. It's not on my list. But I'm going with Daenerys Targaryen, the mother of dragons. Oh. Ooh, interesting. She have a big house at Thanksgiving? Did she the dragons? did. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she, she burnt dead? it down and killed everybody. Yeah. Oh, okay. But since she's fireproof, she survived. Sounds like a Beyonce song. Just don't, just okay. don't fall in love with her and you'll be okay. Too late? I can't. I don't know. <laughs> her eyes? That's uh, a good choice. I like that. Me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was almost on my list. It was mm-hmm. honorable mention. Yeah, that's good. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Although I did think of Game of Thrones. I was like, no, Cersei's too evil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but she is hot. But she is hot. <laughs> Apparently she's no longer a mother anymore either since all her children are dead. Oh my God, that's right. I think she's still a mother. I don't think they take it away she's from her. She's a horrible mother, actually. <laughs> think about it. Yeah, she's she's a not who you mom. would want to be your mother. Oh, I've now. never seen the show, so I'm going, yes. <laughs> Watching it the yeah. second time through, Joffrey's not as evil as I remember him being. Yeah, but do you see... Really? Well, that's because you've seen Ramsey Bolton since. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen Joffrey's penis? Heard you hear Hodor's? No Hodor's? Idea. I doubt it. Hodor's? Hodor. Oh, okay. Oh, God. Hodor's penis. Uh, my well, no- he is a giant. He is a giant. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel very uncomfortable about myself after seeing him. <laughs> Uh, my number four is because she's so annoying, but hilarious. Estelle Costanza. George. I thought about that, but George! that's just someone I could not have as my mother. I I'm not would... saying she's going to be my mom, but she's yeah. a great TV she's mom. She's great to be somebody else's mom. Yes, <laughs> George. Yeah, or not the one, not the mom you're married to, or Do you know your how mom. To put a bra on. Let me show you. <laughs> it's a bro. When she, <laughs> this the bro. When she uh, cut. George masturbating to the catalog. Yes. And she <laughs> fell. She was stuck in the hospital. <laughs> <sighs> that was hilarious. Uh, so Estelle Costanza is my number four. Blake? Uh, well, I'll tell you what. I have a three-way tie for number four. Oh, God. So I, I hobied my list. Uh-huh. Are they at least related to one another? Yeah, actually, they are related to one <laughs> it's another. It's not like Jason when he has his ties. <laughs> it's uh, oh. Gloria Delgado Pritchett. Claire Dunphy and Cameron Tucker. Oh, Gloria. Oh. All three moms from uh, Modern Family. Claire would annoy me. Gloria is too annoying. Um, who's the other one? Cameron. Oh, I like Cam. Okay, so I'll go with Cam. <laughs> he's, he's a professional clown. Yeah, <laughs> until like, they throw away his suit. You know? <laughs> so Think you about it. the Thanksgiving episode. Oh, yeah, I'm all caught up on hey, Modern Family. You know. Yeah. And you, you were complaining when you were picked them and... No. I don't like Claire and uh, I like Claire as a character, but I think she would be a horrible mother to have. Wow! So that's sure. why I have all three. Oh, so you would have a threesome with them? Beautiful. Yeah, foursome. I need a foursome with there them. you go. <laughs> okay. Exactly. I mean, you wouldn't go wrong. I mean, you got, you know, you got some Latino love there. Mm-hmm. You got a strong, independent businesswoman, mm-hmm. and you got a love, loving, loving uh, partner. Cushion that can be a clown. <laughs> I ever said, God, I wish I had slept with that clown when I was in college. Oh. <laughs> I think he's the most caring of all the mothers. I think on he that might show. be, actually. I'll agree. There you go. Uh, Scab Jeff, what's your number four? Uh, Carol from The Walking Dead. She's, she's a horrible mom. She lost ooh. her kid. She started out kind of annoying, and then she got pretty badass by the end. But she's like the mother. The mother character <clears throat> in one no, of her. No, she grew up for everybody, and then she decided to abandon them. She's a bad mother. She's abandoning everybody. She's just baking. On her own. In a hut. In a cottage. All good mothers need to know how to bake. With a tiger at the door. Uh, What's your number three? My number three is Morticia from the Addams Family. Oh! Oh, Should have put 
It's too bad that one. Lily was better from the monsters, no, but that's wasn't. okay. Oh no! Oh no, yeah, no, you don't no. listen, so you didn't hear that we've had this debate for a couple. <laughs> there months is no now. debate. The monsters are better. <laughs> we've had it's like one to eight. You <laughs> say Blake's on my side. Blake, are you on his side? Monsters, monsters are better. Oh, oh. no, 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 no. Nowhere. No. We can't. Yeah, Jeff, you can get out. Uh, <laughs> they're uh, a ripoff no. kind of no. monster but, family. The Adams family are just this dark family that has some no, it's no. awful and I who agree, just yeah. who just really love death and no we're not talking about the Adams right. family the they monsters suck. had a hot rod and a dragon a stupid hot rod and, and a was awesome dragon. hot rod you had a hand it was a oh, that's hot scary. rod uh, you actually said you were freaked out by well, it well it is freaky out how does it eat how does it poop it's gotta have bodily functions does it? What do you do with that extra hand? <laughs> <laughs> but if we can find out what it does to poop, <laughs> we can send it to NASA. NASA. Right. There we go. So that's it. Get Thing to go to space with you. Blake, which is number three? <laughs> My <laughs> number three. <laughs> I tell you what, this would be a great mom and a spouse because no matter what kind of bumbling idiot her husband was, she was always the, the backbone mm-hmm. of this family. And it's uh, Wheezy. Louise Jefferson. Yeah, That's a Louise good one. Jefferson. I like that one. I like Louise that one. Jefferson. Uh, for our listeners below the age of 40, go back and look. Uh, <laughs> the Jeffersons. Yeah, exactly. Moving on Weezy. up. Moving on up to the east side. That's to right. a deluxe apartment in, in the, the sky. sky. There uh, you go. I'm hoping my number three. Of course you oh, did. Oh, good. Do they uh, have anything to do with one another? Yeah. How are they related? Give us uh, a clue. TV moms. They're both TV well, moms. Well, we know that. Other than being TV moms. Animated. Marge Simpson. Okay, good. And Peg from King of the Hill. Ooh. Peggy Hill. All yeah. right. Yeah, okay. I lo- both of them that. are the backbones of their family. Marge can be sexy at times. Yeah. Uh, Peg. She True. was in Playboy. Marge what? Yeah. Um, Peg is just hilarious. I like her. She keeps a tight ship on the mm-hmm. in the thing. You don't have to worry about that. Yep. Um, you know, she uh, corrects the kids and that. So I I'm thought about Marge and Peg. I thought about Marge Simpson. Well, She's on my moms, honorable list. Uh, your criteria for a good mom is keeping a tight ship. Yes, because I'm OCD and I love a clean house. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I just thought you liked your ships tight. I do like that. Is that why you keep your dog outside all the time? He's not I've outside. Never you, geez, this imaginary dog. Room. This imaginary dog you keep talking about. That Amy has seen. That Amy claims to have seen. Well, she's probably tripping on LSD or something. Who knows? I don't know. Talking about AdFab? Can we talk AdFab? No. Are they mothers? Yeah, they're actually... Yeah, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Adina is a pretty bad mother. So she wouldn't be on this list. Now, if you just wanted a party party life, Mm -hmm. Mom, there you go. So she's the Carrie. Anyways, uh, let's see. Jeff, what's your number three? You did your three? Damn, yeah, you're the last one. Okay. How can okay. I leave Adina off? Uh, I can't Eddie. believe I left Morticia Adams off. I might uh, have a tie at my number one now. Yeah. Well, uh, I knocked really. out. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, uh, my number three is Kitty Foreman from that 70s show. Mm, okay. Okay. <laughs> I liked her. Yeah. Red I was like fun. Red better. Yeah, well, you, me. well, when you have Kitty Foreman as your mom, it means you get Red as your dad. I actually like Kitty better than Red. But I like Kitty. She's the kind of mom you can booze with. And she seemed to be the cool mom who would let everybody, let all the kids come over and hang out in her basement. Get so, high. Yeah. She wouldn't interfere, but she'd be there for you. Perfect mom. Okay. Who's okay. your number two? 
Uh, let's see. My number two uh, is uh, Lois on Malcolm in the Middle. Ah. As played by Jane Kismarek. That whole show annoyed me. No, she would be a great mom if she didn't have shitty kids. Okay, I agree with you on that. Uh-huh. Her, agree. her kids were shitty, and that's the reason. Well, to her, depend- to her you know, <laughs> she did marry somebody from Breaking Bad, a meth dealer. Well, she married him before he was in Breaking Bad. No, 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 no. This was the after, remember? This was uh, <laughs> Witness Protection. Uh, my number two oh, yeah. is a Lois as well, Lois Griffin. Talk about sexy. I did, thought you'd lump her in with your no, other No, no, animated. no. Lois Griffin is better. <laughs> how, how is Lois... Griffin, sexy. more different from Marge Simpson. Lois Griffin than... doesn't keep a tight ship. And she's a smart ass. <laughs> okay. She's a smart ass. Yeah. She's a smart ass that puts up with smart ass. And he likes her voice. I understand. Mm. And she's sexy. Sorry. I agree. He likes the hair. Mm. You notice he's got cartoon moms with crazy hair. She has the mom bob. That's right. So I'm going with Lois Griffin. There yeah, go. go ahead. And if she likes Peter, she's got to like me. I look better than <laughs> Peter. <laughs> You are a life-size Peter, almost. Ah! <laughs> wow. <laughs> Did I hurt your feelings? Fuck you. Good. <laughs> no. Damn. My number two. I got a double at number two. And there's a relation between the number two. Maybe you guys can figure it I out. Don't care. Uh, Lily Munster. The Yvonne DiCarlo. Yeah, she's no. And Elvira. Mm, is she a mother? mother? She is now. <laughs> <laughs> she's no Morticia Adams. Well, you're Carolyn a Elvira like. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. That's a good pair. Yeah, I get it. She did there. I get it. I get it. I get it. I don't get it. Uh, <laughs> so there's your number two? Yeah, okay. those are my twos. The mistresses of horror. That's right. Scab Jeff, what's your number two? Uh, Nancy Botwin from Weeds. You ever see Weeds? And she does yeah. do everything for her family. That's she right. does put her family first. It's, it's a true. fucked up show. She's an interpreter. She's an interpreter. She's business motivated. And she's... Hot. Very hot. There you go. <laughs> uh, what's your number one? Uh, my number one, and this was way better than all the other ones. Like this was I, like when I thought of her, You're... top of the list right away. You ever see the Americans? No. Uh, the Carrie Carrie Russell. Carrie Russell's character. Carrie Russell character on I mean, on the Americans. You could just say Carrie Russell, and I would agree. Best mother character out there in TV. Okay. Oh, yeah. The perfect okay. mom, you know, she takes care of her kid. She's a Russian spy. Unless she gets a haircut. Oh, my God. Where are we going to do? She got a haircut. Well, I'm not saying mm-hmm. she's necessarily the best mother out there. She's the best character. Okay. That's a mother. Best character, that's a mother. That's what my number one's going to be close to. Yeah. Like, what's your exactly. number one? <laughs> my number be close one to, is it? <laughs> TV know. moms, is, I uh, hope he did again. I have two because I couldn't decide uh, which one I like better. I like how you do a top nine list every week. Thank you. <laughs> do they have anything to do with one another? No. No. There's no relation whatsoever. <laughs> then why wouldn't one be one and then the other one be two? This is my list. Like, okay. What's the, what's the. I don't understand. There is no point. It's <laughs> well, just because they're the number rankings. ones. I don't understand the rankings. Well, one would be my number one cartoon, Mom. Okay. 
And she's the reason why the the expression Bad Betty exists. Oh, Betty Rubble? That's right. Betty oh, Rubble. I thought he meant Betty Boop. No, oh, not Betty God. Boop. But Betty that, Rubble. That character is as bad as Popeye. Yeah, everybody knows you marry Wilma, but you mess around with Betty. Mm. Right? Well, apparently, Wilma's fertile. If you want to have children with Betty, you got to adopt someone oh, who's God. dropped off on your doorstep. Please send your complaints to uh, Jeff. Uh, so, anyways, Betty. They wished on a star yeah. to get Bam Bam. You realize that. And look how it turned I, out. Look at Bam Bam. I can't remember. <laughs> I just know there's Dino kept getting back in the house. All right. Uh, <laughs> and my other one is uh, Samantha Stevens from Bewitched. Elizabeth Montgomery. Elizabeth Montgomery. Yeah. She wiggle the nose. That's right. Wiggle that nose, Although baby. Although she was my wife, I wouldn't have a rule that, uh, banning her from doing magic in the house. Oh. That's part oh. of the fun, dude. It's like, uh, do all the magic you want. Where'd that broom go? Whoop. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, hey. Hey. Whoa. And you could always say... When your friends come over, you can say, this is where the magic happens. <laughs> you're Ronald McDonald there? <laughs> I'm a clown. Yep, you're right. They really had nothing to do with one another. <laughs> I like how Blake goes for the 55 to 70-year-old crowd. It really works out well. <laughs> well, in the opening of Bewitched, she was animated. Dun it. Uh, yeah, it's just a genie. Oh, wow. I forgot her, too. She's they, did they come out at the same year? Pretty maybe? close. I think they're pretty, pretty close. Pretty yeah. close. Okay, but, I'll give it to you. Uh, my number one is uh, Take No uh, Shit. Uh, Mom, uh, she's awesome. She doesn't run on a tight ship, but she's always looking out for her kids. Peg Bundy? Gemma for Sons, Sons I, of Anarchy. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Peg Bundy. On there. Peg Bundy. Peg. Gemma from Sons of Anarchy. You mess with her family, she will fuck you Actually, up. Actually, you could have made her two. You could have said Peg Bundy and Gemma. That wouldn't go together. I don't yeah, they do, one. because they're the same woman. <laughs> I don't get it. Why would they go together? Never mind. No, you could have done three. Three? You could have done Gemma and Peg Bundy and the, the chick from Eight Simple Rules. Okay, so this is my list. Gemma's one. <laughs> and Betty Rubble. And Betty Rubble, Yes! Yes! I don't understand why they would all go together. They don't have anything in common. I don't get it. Anyways, uh, Gemma. Yeah, from right. Sons of Anarchy. All right. Number one mom. Well, since I decided I was going to go ahead and tie mm-hmm. uh, 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 Adams, Morticia oh, Adams. Oh, God. Uh, number one. She is tied with the, the ultimate, mm-hmm. you know... Number one. The, the, the mother. Does turn into the ultimate mother. MILF list? This isn't MILF. Norma Bates? <laughs> June Cleaver. Eh. Yeah. Eh. No, yeah. June Cleaver's the best mom we have ever. now hit the 80 to 90 sure. year old demographic. You don't need to be. You oh, see her on no. Weave the Beaver reruns? We were pretty hard on the Beaver last night. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We waited all that she, time for that. No, okay. Well, you're on. the one that uh, told me to come up with these. All right, yeah. My, top five MILF list. <laughs> you didn't say MILF. Oh, next week is DILF. No. Get ready. Uh, let's see. Uh, my wife actually participated. Oh, and, and June Cleaver speaks jive, in case you were curious. That's right. Yeah, that's right, from Airplane. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. I said, there you go. Sir, I speak jive. Uh, my wife actually did a list this week. She liked this category. Uh, number uh, No particular order. She had five. Claire Huxtable from Bill the Cosby Show. Oh, yeah. She was so good of a mom, she didn't even know that Bill was raping people, oh, allegedly. Uh, well, she was no. drunk half the time. Well, that's true. She? I can't blame her. And then number one, and then she also had four of them, uh, Golden Girls. So All she hobied the list? Yeah, No, Golden Girls, four, one, two through five. 
Yeah. Uh, Sophia was her favorite, though. Okay. See, that's the way you do it when you have multiple ones. You put them on different numbers in the top five. <laughs> Even though they're on the same show. I don't think you understand our concept, Scab Jeff. <laughs> you should listen to more this shows. This is what makes our top five special. Oh, we're special. Uh, Justin Wood, from the best of the worst, uh, had uh, he had Peg Bundy. Uh, he had Carol Brady. Skylar White. Skylar. Who's Skylar? Breaking Bad. Breaking okay. Bad. Samantha Stevens. Yay! And see? Roseanne. Oh. I uh, would not want Roseanne to be my mother. I wouldn't want Roseanne to be my neighbor. Uh, let's see. Uh, Chris Richardson at 365 Flicks. He's the uh, French one. Uh, Bernadette's <laughs> mom. Brilliant! Oh, actually, he said mom. 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 Penny's mom. Jolly good. Howard's mom. Cheeky monkey. Leonard's mom. Wanker. And Sheldon's mom from the Big Bang Theory. Screw you. Queen. Uh, oh, yeah, you could have put Penny's mom as your number one, too. No. Tied there. There you go. Penny's mom. Uh, Katie Seagal. Oh, I don't actually. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, Katie no Seagal, relation please. to the new Russian. <laughs> Steven Seagal, Steven Seagal. Right? <laughs> uh, Imran from Jockey Nerd Park. Had Roseanne Connor as number five. Yeah. Uh, Carmela Soprano. Number I four. had her on my, my honorable, honorable, honorable mention. Lois Malcolm. Lois Malcolm from Malcolm in the Middle, sorry. Uh, Peg Bundy in number two. Yay. Number one, Marge Simpson. Marge. Uh, Chris Richardson actually responded to Imran and said, I was going to put Carmela and Marge in my list, but I had to annoy Brigger. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> Fuck you. Anyways, uh, so there's your list. How did uh, Kevin James fit into this list? Uh, Leah Remini was one through <laughs> Leah yeah, But she wasn't a mom. Uh, oh, wait. Yeah, she was did at the have a baby in the last yeah. episode. Yeah. So, oh, James. I should have put her on my list. Fuck you, Kevin James. How long until the uh, Scientology uh, has her off? Oh, wait. Kevin can wait. There's a mom on that show. I should put her on my list. <laughs> you know who we did forget? Who? Pam from The Office. I had her on oh, my... Oh, I forgot about Pam. Dang. Yeah, she was a good right. mom. Yeah. With little Cece. Yeah. So, can't wait for the Dilf list, though. Yeah. <laughs> Dad's like the French kiss. <laughs> Fondle. <laughs> Fondle. Summer <laughs> down, Trump. <laughs> Grab the Dilf list. Uh, let's see. Bad idea of the week. Uh, number 299. Uh... Uh, that we're making up on the spot. Uh, we are going to say... Killing off all our favorite celebrities this year. Oh, that's the number f- 18. Okay, number 18. Fuck you, 2016. Let's just get a fuck you to 2016. Uh, yeah, that's going to be it. Good job, Jeff. Yeah, way, way to come through. I, I was good for something. Yeah, well, yeah. Not many people have said that. Scab Jeff, thank you for showing up. Thank you for having me. We're blown away by your ability to show up. And uh, Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. From Walking Dead to Talking Heads, from comic books to TV sets, there's a history of not so bad. There's the history. It's the history of bad, so bad. The history of bad, it's bad. The history of bad ideas. Podcast. Addendum. All right, so you know my pre-show ritual, right? I go to a local dining joint restaurant. Mm-hmm. For the wings and the beer. For the wings and the beer. I think Kevin and Chris are going to join yeah. you next year at that local establishment. Oh, that'd before. be awesome. That'd be good. You, you know, see Bob Studios. That's right. And uh, so normally I go in there, I got my phone. I used to take my iPad in there with me, but I know I just take my phone. It's just easier to do everything off there. And I take... 
our show notes in. Copious notes. Copious copious outline for the show. I put my notes. I write them up. I mark it up. I write stuff. Come up with ideas. Et cetera, while I'm eating wings and drinking beer. Mm-hmm. And several times now over the past, what, we were at episode 152 now? Yes. yes. You know, so at least past 100 weeks. Mm-hmm. Usually, it gets kind of busy sometimes. I'll sit at the bar, and I have to sit next to people. And, you know, sometimes people, I'm sitting at a table with the booth benches. Sometimes people sit next to me because of the things. And usually they'll sit there, and you know the type of guys you get in that location. Yes. Not not our typical listener type guys. Tractor. People. You know, we're talking about, you know, salt of the earth kind of more yes. people. So it, never, it always happens. So I got my pen, got my beer, I'm writing stuff notes, and usually the question starts out with, uh, what are you studying there? Or it comes out with, what are you doing? You know we have business cards you can hand. Yes. Out. Well, yeah. <laughs> and so I go, oh, I'm just writing notes here for a amateur podcast amateur yes well oh. until you start paying me in real money we'll become professional i have ious it's just as good We're as real money them. i know so usually sometimes the conversation you know hits a pause because you know i think a lot of times they're going podcasts it's going through their cranking through their brain or sometimes they'll ask like what's that i say well it's, it's a podcast amateur podcast and we talk about pop culture games movies and usually at that point in time, it just, it just it just you know it ends with kind of like a look and like a grunt, and they don't bother talking to me for the rest of the hour <laughs> that I'm there. I was like, well, you know, nerd stuff. <laughs> Needless to say, this has happened several times over the past years. What are you doing? What are you studying? Or like, are you taking a quiz? Or they think I'm writing down answers from, like, the trivia things on the TV. That you're cheating. Yeah. They're like, no, I'm writing notes. These are show notes for a uh, podcast. And I had to, you know, podcast. And they're like, well, what's the topics? It's like, well, you know, pop culture, games, movies, geek stuff, nerds. And there's like, Ugh. Do you have that's a lot of girls phone That's it. That? No. <laughs> but maybe that's why all the waiter staff likes me. Because they look at me doing this, and they know I'm completely harmless. <laughs> They know I'm not there to get phone numbers or trying to get laid <laughs> like these other guys that are there hitting on them the whole time. I think you're kind of inside you know, the Bob probably, Studio area. You know. <laughs> I think you're inside the Bob Studio area. Yeah. You know. So have you converted any of them to our show? No. No. Oh, damn it. Tonight's, tonight's were uh, guys that were here training other repair guys. They're from South Carolina mm-hmm. and um, they're uh, brake installation specialists. Oh. Huh. And so they were asking me, what's there to do around here? And I said, um, <laughs> You're looking this at is it. it? <laughs> and if you want real action, you'd probably have to get closer to the city because you're like on the edge of rural suburbia. We have a I Wendy's. Mean, you know, <laughs> so, I mean, like, That's this is it, saying. dude. You're at the beer yes. and wing place already. <laughs> That's right. And then he's like, what's that? And, you know, as I said before, I go through the thing. Oh, this is just show notes. for. He's like, for what? This is for a podcast. You should start saying TV show. Yeah, I should just a radio show. Radio do radio show. show. Yeah, exactly. Radio show. Just do a radio uh, show. No said. We're on an iTunes. Yeah, we're on a radio show. So, so he seemed interested in wanting to listen. Is that what you're saying? No. No. <laughs> I he didn't talk to me for the rest of the time when we were sat and that was a good forty five minutes. <laughs> 
However, when I did get up, I said, hey, enjoy your stay while you're here. And they're like, he's like, fuck off, geek. 